Hello everyone and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina episode 116. I am one of your hosts, Josh Dino 2, and this is the other host of the show. I'm DT3. What's going on, everybody? What's what up, up what guys? Up? Thank you, Jake, for that for that long sub. Appreciate that. Um hey. Uh, 116 episodes, that's quite a lot, uh, um, but I'm very happy that we have uh, done this show so long, man. Having Daniel as a partner is like the best thing in the world because we just understand understand each other so well when we do this show a lot of the time and uh, yeah. always like support each other and stuff. And I was just thinking about that before we went live. I was thinking, you know what? I'm lucky I have a partner like Daniel. I was thinking about that earlier. Because Bob has sent me a message on something. She was asking me a question or she's going to ask me a question on something. And it got me thinking about all these other things. And like how if it wasn't for like the YouTube group Blind Wave, right? Like Daniel and I would have never met. We would never become friends. And we would never be doing this show, which is just amazing to me. Uh, Crazy, so right? Daniel, thank you for being an awesome partner and friend. Uh all these years now because it's crazy right yeah, i was just dude, sitting here thinking about it's, that it's we've <laughs> known each other i think it will later this year it'll be like six years right yeah like it's not quite there at six but we're getting there mm -hmm. uh and yeah it's crazy man it's because of those guys a lot of people were able to 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 meet up and and and, and know each other and and form relationships and, and stuff man it's, it's it's crazy man it's crazy it really is and i was just thinking about that earlier and it got me feeling sentimental i start crying on stream but no seriously like i was seriously thinking about it earlier and i was like fuck we've all known each other so long now and i, I it's something yeah, i think dude. about i i don't think about it very often but when i do i think god i'm so lucky to have been in the right place at the right time to be a part of that community make my own community and be a part of Daniel's community and other of our streamer friends communities as well. Um, and I was just thinking about that earlier. It made me super sentimental. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna talk about it on the show. Cause I try to think of something to talk about before we get to what we've been up to and stuff. So, you know, that just kind of hit me and I thought, let's talk about that a minute. So, yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. Like, like I, like you were saying, because of them, like other, like, groups started forming after that right but but we all we all come from that we all we all derive from that mm -hmm. you know or most of us not everybody but there, there's a good no there's a good number of us that mm -hmm. like come from them come from that and then like you know we, everybody kind of splits off into their own little groups but yeah man it all it all happened because of that almost 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 six years ago for me yeah it's crazy it's crazy i remember because I, I joined their discord like summer 2016 and it's and and what's wild is i could have joined even sooner but i was just like not at the time like i just you know discord was a new thing so i'm like you know what's what's this you know right. like I, I had i had previously been on discord you want to know for what the very i think the very first discord i joined was there's this website for um <clears throat> for uh Star Wars Knights of the Rep uh, not Knights of the Republic, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy mods called JK Hub, I think. Yeah. And I joined Discord because they had a like a server up, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm into the modding stuff, so you know, let, let me let me let me join their Discord. And then it's like I started seeing Blandwave post, like you know, I would watch their stuff, and they'd have like their Discord link and their uh, 
in their description of their videos and stuff. I'm like, oh, you know, I already I already have Discord for you know, Je- you know Jedi Academy, so let me let me see what what's going on in the blind wave Discord because yeah, I watch their stuff and whatnot. So I was like, all right, let's 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 check it out. And then yeah, dude, here we are, fucking six years later. All the stuff that we've managed to to do and accomplish, and then all the memories and shit that we have now from then are you know, it's crazy. Yeah. And continue it to really make memories is. too going forward. Like yeah. that's not gonna stop anytime soon. At least for me, I know. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like our opening monologue, I guess. Uh if you guys notice I'm more lit on this side, it's because I have the window open. It is hot, it is is getting springtime, it is that time of the year. Um, so I have the blind up, I have the window up, and I have the fan in because it's fucking hot. So yeah, I apologize I that my lighting's inconsistent. <laughs> I have to have the fan because it's super hot, man. It's super hot today. It's super hot yesterday. Been a been a crazy uh, been a crazy past few days for the weather, man. It's just it's so damn hot, man. It, it it it's only like spring, but you think it's summer already because of how fucking hot it has it has been, dude. Mm-hmm. Insanity. I need a haircut too before it gets that that fucking. Summer heat, we're dying July, 100 degree weather. Um, <laughs> either that or I'm going to have to start wearing a ponytail to keep it up off my neck. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, guys, here's the show. Today's show, we're going to be talking about Rome, the HBO Rome, series the Rome. Series. Daniel yeah. has watched it. I meant to watch it. I didn't get to watch it all. I've seen it before. I've seen it previous to this, but I was going to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, I just got busy the last few weeks and, and did not have time, however. So Daniel will be leading most of that discussion, and I'll throw in some color on there uh, when we get I, to uh, it. Definitely, um, definitely uh, enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot there. There's mm-hmm. a lot there. I, I, I almost, like Josh said, I only watched it for the first time, like, ever, like, I've never seen it prior to now, but we'll get into that later. Um, Cause yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's, there's some things to say about it for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that'll be in the, in the second half of the show. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so we have news and stuff. Before we get to that, we talk about what we've been up to the past week. So why don't we do that? Daniel, you are up. What have you been up All to right. this past week, my friend? past week um i have been up to uh several things um so for starters i uh last monday not not today but the you know th- last week we had the batman added to uh hbo max and i of course rewatched it again because i i, I legitimately love that movie that movie is fantastic i i I it's gonna be tough like whenever we do another Batman ranking uh mm-hmm. like movies and stuff because I don't know where I'm gonna put that. I I love that movie, but I don't know where I would put it. It's kind of tough, man, because it's so good. And like I like it more than some of the other movies, but like damn, I don't know where I'd put it. This is why I kinda I both like and dislike ranking. Like it's cool to see where you know things would do where you would put things, but at the same time it's like, man, I just this is just so good, but I don't know where. But anyway. Rewatched the Batman, love that movie. I was watching some reactions to it as well and whatnot. But that yeah, movie's fantastic. I love it. I uh, watched episodes seven and eight of win, uh, the Winning Time uh, uh, Laker show over on HBO Max. 
things are getting uh, things are getting a little more, for for a super dramatic show. Things are getting even more dramatic uh, <laughs> with this latest episode of what's going on. I haven't seen so, it yeah. yet. You beat me this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because well, yesterday, because dude, I I was like, you know, I, I, for the majority of them, uh, I haven't been able to do much like watching things besides Rome because you know I had to finish Rome. But then I was like, all right, we we I finally finished Rome, so I I can watch fucking Winning Time now, like as it drops. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I I I was able to do that. Uh, so watch Winning Time. Uh, we're gonna do a whole a whole episode on that next month, I believe. So or in a couple of weeks, actually, actually, I should say, mm-hmm. um, when that's over. So we'll talk. We'll get more in depth on that when we get into that. Um, what else? Uh, play a little bit more of the Old Republic. Uh, my Jedi Knight, making more progress on that story. Uh, play a little bit more Lego Star Wars. I hundred percent, I hundred percented the story, but I'm still trying to uh, hundred uh, percent the game. Uh, but we still got a little bit to go because I haven't had a chance to play it a whole lot. Because like I said, I've been watching a lot of the majority of my, you know, uh, time was was trying to dedicate to watching Rome because you know you had had to watch two seasons of a show in you know a little bit of time so mm. i had to do that uh play a little bit more lost arc play a little bit of halo infinite on stream played valheim both on and off stream uh that's kind of like the, the the group game at the moment right now that we do off stream so that's that's fun um i tried out this new game called midnight ghost hunt it's kind of like um phasmo but also like not like it's you play like groups of four i believe it's like four hunters which is four ghosts so the group or the 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 objective of the game if you're a hunter is to take out the ghost before the clock strikes mid midnight which is you know five minutes to do that um and if you don't defeat all the ghosts before midnight then it turns around on you and the ghosts uh hunt you uh when 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 the clock strikes and it's it's been pretty cool i haven't had a chance to play it a whole lot either because like i said it's it's been it's been all rome for the majority of the time but i've still gotten to st- do stuff here and there um but uh yeah that's been fun play a little bit of pokemon unite as well i like to play that one from time to time uh i w- obviously episode four of moon knight watch that that is that was crazy man that that fourth episode that shit is crazy. I'm I'm excited for the last two episodes, man. We got one coming up here on Wednesday, and then we got one next week, and then I believe we're gonna be doing an episode on Moon Knight. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun indeed. Um, and then last two things for me is West marches again. Got to play more D and D. That was cool as always. Uh. Quite the interesting quest we had this time around. Um, and then finally, I yesterday, uh, I got to try Korean barbecue for the first time, like at an actual like Korean barbecue restaurant or whatever. What was that? And it that was awesome. in, and it was incredible. It was so good. Oh my cool. god, it was so cool. bomb, dude. Oh my god, it was it was so good, man. 
it's like one of those things where like you have to like you have to like cook your own like they bring you the food and you cook it you know and the whatever but yeah it was great dude i i loved it it was fantastic it was really really good man it's pretty cool yeah it was it was, it was amazing i uh i posted a couple pictures on my discord and whatnot but yeah it was so 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 good so definitely 11 out of 10 for korean barbecue top tier if you ever get the chance for the you know i'm, I'm a little late to trying it but it's it's great i definitely recommend everybody that's for sure awesome. that's pretty much been my week man yeah awesome all right my turn i finished up my book uh i'm, I'm a thing from last week hey. i told you guys i was reading marine sniper 93 confirmed kills by charles henderson about carlos hathcock one of the deadliest snipers probably in the world and in vietnam for sure um and it kind of ends a little bittersweet because uh, Carlos ends up getting horribly burned um, in a uh, like he gets blown up like they're in a they're in a like half track thing going down to do a mission and he's riding with some other Marines and they get blown up and it lights on fire and he ends up getting burned really bad and so he saves the life of a few fellow Marines he th throws them off the vehicles and it's crazy because he's like. He gets off the tank and he's on fucking fire, right? And they don't—he doesn't even realize he's on fire. And a bunch of nearby Marines Damn. grab him and throw him in a nearby. There's some water nearby, and they throw him in the fucking water to put him out. Um, so he kind of goes through, like, kind of like a peer a down period in his life where he's like recovering from that really bad, and it takes him a long time. It's covered in the book, a very long time to kind of recover from that. But he can never be like a sniper anymore. He can't even really do like competitive shooting anymore because that's what he was doing. Because he's he's so burned in his body, and they have to wear like these tight um, suits when they're um, doing uh, shooting competitions. Mm -hmm. And when he gets down in the position, like all his scars and everything, his burn scars, it all cracks open and he bleeds. Like there's numerous Ow. times, there's numerous times that in the book horrible, man. where he's like he's like down there shooting. And he'll take off the suit, and his shirt's just soaked red with blood. It's, like, real bad. Um, highly recommend the book. It's a good book. If you're ever interested in any of that military-type stuff, check it out. Uh, Carlos is not a person that enjoys, like, having to take shooting, but he, in like, having to kill, having to take a life. But he does enjoy the, yeah. the act of, of um, hunting and stalking and being, like, a sniper in the bush kind of deal. Yeah, so. I remember you mentioned that last week, too, yeah. Um, so I read, I completely read that book and I really enjoyed it. Um, you can get it for 12 bucks on Amazon if you want the Kindle version. That's the version I have. Um, you can also pick it up, I'm sure, at a bookstore if you have one nearby or even a, uh, probably a used bookstore probably has a copy. Um, so yeah, I finished that book. Uh, Moon Knight I watched, enjoyed the shit out of that last episode. It ends super crazy, so really cool. Um, bananas. I bought some games because there's a bunch of stuff on sale, and I was like, you know what? Let's check out some of these. So I oh, what'd you get? I picked up a I picked up a few things that I I'd seen oh, play Hidden Deep. Uh, is one thing that I picked up. Uh, which is like I, uh, yeah. What are you gonna say? No, I sorry. I I know I know one of the ones that you got because I actually was watching you play it a little bit. The one that looked like yeah. really dangerous was was like X Four or something like that. What's yes, X Four. X4 Foundations. I forgot to put that on my notes, but yeah, I bought the Humble Bundle. They have a Humble Bundle. Oh, well, well, well that's um, the one that I thought about. You have more, apparently, so go ahead. Which no, yeah, yeah, no. 
Uh, well, I'm glad you brought up X4 because I did forget to put it on my notes. Um, uh, but I'll talk about X4 for a second, which is like Elite Dangerous. It's kind of like uh, you. I haven't played a lot of it because I just got it, and the controls are really comp, really complicated. At least on mouse and keyboard. I need to try it with my joystick stuff. Um, gotcha. Uh, it's eighteen dollars. You get that and a bunch of other stuff. I think you get a DLC that goes with it on Humble Bundle. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, they the tagline is that you can fly any ship in that game. Including the giant capital right. ships, um, um, so I, I do want to try more of that. So yeah, I did play X Four. I bought Hidden well, Deep. Yeah. Oh wait, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say eighteen bucks is a good deal because I just looked it up on Steam and it's apparently fifty bucks. So yeah. Hey man, if you guys are interested in that, go 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 get it on the humble bundle because uh, fifty bucks on Steam, man. So and it just came out with a new update five point So there you go. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I think the thing well, with X, yeah. those types of games, those X4 games, is I usually have to get patched up. It's a game that comes out and it has some issues. Um, and then as they continue like fixing it up, hello, Paula in the chat. Uh, thank you for the burger drop. Um, but yeah, the <laughs> next thing I bought was Hidden Deep. And I streamed a bit yeah. of that on uh, on Discord one night. And Paula was like, nope, I'm not going to watch you play that. Um, because I got eaten Hidden by a deep. giant worm. Yeah, Hidden Deep. It's uh... kind of like... Um, it says it's heavily inspired by Aliens, The Thing, and Half-Life. Explore, climb, swim, scan, blast, and shoot your way through dangerous missions in a huge sub-oceanic mining and research facility. Fear the horrors that lurk below. Um, so we did that. Um, or I did that, rather. Uh, and played. I only played like... I played an hour of it. And I switched out to something else. I bought... Um, Phoenix Point, which is like XCOM. Um, it's mm. from one of the original developers yeah. of the original XCOM, I believe, is the thing to try out. And I've played uh, like an hour and a half of that. I got into like a weird, I want to try this and see how it is kind of phase. And I can pick up all this stuff. It was on sale. Everything I bought was on sale. Um, so I tried uh, that out. I like it. I'm going to keep playing that. I've been playing Guild Wars 2. I, I hopped into that for a little bit and played around with it. I'm going to keep playing around with that as well. Um, uh, so yeah, that's Hidden Deep. That's Phoenix Point. That's Guild Wars 2. We played D&D uh, this past Show week. Did. Show um, did. Uh, and it was pretty fun. Um, I was actually a little worried because I, I, I say this to my players because I like to set expectations. I had a little bit of writer's block when prepping the adventure, but it eventually got there and we had a good time. A lot of combat, combat heavy game, uh, which is funnily enough, not my greatest strength when it comes to D&D, which is funny considering like a good chunk of D&D is combat. I'm just not very good at that. I'm good at the storytelling and writing parts of it. I love that part of it, but. Combat is not my, my yeah. strongest suit, but we played, and it was fun, um, as always. And the last thing I did is yesterday, I went and saw The Northmen in theaters. Um, good things about that movie. My dad was supposed to join me. He ended up not joining me, uh, unfortunately. Mm. He uh, had a lot of pain. And to get into politics for just a second, my parents are older. And as they get older, they have a lot of pain. My mom was a victim of a hit and run when she was a little younger. Not, she was still grown and had us as kids and everything, but she was a victim of a hit and run and ended up breaking her hip and being hit and having a lot of broken bones and shit, right? So she just has a lot of pain in general. My old man has worked really hard his entire life at everything he's ever done, and a lot of it's physical stuff. 
And as he gets older, more pain, right? So uh, can we legalize marijuana everywhere, please, to help my parents deal with pain? Like, I would appreciate that. Um, I'm not talking about, like, just for, to get high. I'm talking about pain management. If, without having to have prescription medication that can make them loopy and strange. Like, I don't talk about that stuff very often, but I am a thousand percent in favor of that. Um, so just a little Hell side yeah. tangent there. Um, so my dad did take me to the movies and drop me off because I don't drive. Um, and oh my God, dude. So I, we turned to go into the movies and there was a big sign there that said road closed, right? So uh, yeah. we went around another road and got to there and it said road closed, right? So we ended up driving around for like, 15 minutes trying to find the road that was open because there's no signs anywhere um, to get into the movie theater. And we finally did. Um, and the movie had the time was 2:20, and the movie said it started at 2:20. but they run previews and stuff. So I had time. Um, right. So I got in there and uh, I got a popcorn and, and a soda. Cause I always buy the thing to help support the movie theater, even though it's outrageous. Theater, yeah. Um, mm. uh, and my ticket was free. I didn't have to pay for my movie ticket. That was the thing. I had a free hey, movie well, There you go, man. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Um, so, uh, I went in and the previews were playing and I was like, all right, I got my favorite seat. I sit in the back. Nobody around me. It was great. The movie theater, I will say, was a little busy on a Sunday. Um, I was surprised because I, the last few times I've gone, there's been nobody there. However, there were a lot of kids there, and I think they were there to see that animated movie, uh, Bad Guys or whatever. Apparently, that's very popular right now for the kids. So there were a lot of kids and Apparently a lot of Apparently it is, yeah. Um, and I was like, I believe it. Because when I got home, I looked up and I was like, wait, this movie is, is top of the box office? What? Or something like that. A lot of kids were there with their grandparents seeing that movie. <laughs> so I went in and saw The Northman, and let me tell you, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. It is... Um, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit, I say it, I compared it to Green Knight. It's very Green Knight, except I think it's easier to understand than Green Knight is. And I think you can get into it a little bit more than Green Knight. And it has a bit more action than Green Knight did. Um, there's parts of it that make me think of Elden Ring. There's parts of it that make me think of Dark Souls, even though I've never played Dark Souls. I've seen people play Dark Souls. There's definitely parts of it that make me think of those games. Um, it's a Viking revenge tale. And, bro, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It has some great camera shots. I enjoyed the music. It's weird at certain points that I'm just like, I'm into this. I love those weird kind of movies sometimes. You know, it's just kind of strange. It felt like a Viking saga. So I really enjoyed it a lot. And I recommend it a lot. I came home, I looked up reviews, and I saw people reviewing like they didn't like it. And that is totally fine if you don't like it. I do not think this movie is for everybody. When I was sitting there, this is going to sound bad. I don't think it's fault of the movie. I think people got the wrong impression. When I sat there, uh, two ladies sat in the row in front of me to my left. And I want to mm. say like 30 minutes into the movie, they got up and just left. And I was just like, "Oh yeah, really? You spent all the money on your ticket and you're not at least going to finish the movie? Because I would like, man, I've, I bought a movie for a ticket. Even if I hated the movie, I'd hate watch it. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, yeah, Pe people be doing that, man. I'm just like, I can, I could, I ain't gonna buy a fucking ticket to a movie, and then just leave like half an hour into it. I that that doesn't make sense to me. 
Me either. Like you already you already planned out like all right, I'm gonna go watch this movie. You know how I guess you either for the most part, I feel like people would know how long a movie is that you're about to go watch, right? You wouldn't for me at least, I like to like keep keeping uh like an idea of how long a movie is gonna be before I go watch it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not I'm not just gonna go watch a movie and be like, oh, let's see what happens, you know? It's like I, I'm not like that. I'm sure there are people that are like that. But I just I, I I don't get that line of thinking of like oh I'm gonna either. go you know watch a movie spend money on it and then like leave halfway through it or or like thirty minutes into it or whatever and then just not like yeah I don't I don't but I don't know man so I totally get if this is not your kind of movie I really do but I feel like you should do your research before you go see it and make that decision because <laughs> I loved it. And most of everybody in that theater, I felt, loved it because they all sat there and watched it. It was just these two ladies right there. And I couldn't help because they passed in front of me. It's like the only reason I even bring them up. They passed in front of me, yeah. right? And I don't even think they were really paying attention anyway because I heard them talking a few times. And I'm just like, we all shut up. I'm in the movie theater. I want to watch the movie. I don't want to hear you have a conversation. All right? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're obviously not into this. I'm glad you left. Um, the uh, Would so... you please shut your mouth? Yeah. Exactly. Um. Uh. But yeah, it has Alexander Skarsgård in it. Nicole Kidman's in it. Um. Anya Taylor Joy's oh. in it. Ethan Hawke's in it. Bjork's in it, and Willem Dafoe is in it. I will say I can't sell you on Willem Dafoe being in this movie. He's not in this movie a whole lot. Um. He's only in it for a little bit. Okay. Um, Interesting. Uh. It's but, crazy because I feel like he's he's like in every movie nowadays, man. Like Willem right? Dafoe is just like has his has like a foot in every in every movie man it's like i've seen mm-hmm. him in so much like recently you know also it's crazy alexander skarsgård is a very large man i did not realize how tall he is you know who else is in this movie although they they got a minor role and it's a little bit of a it's not a spoiler it's got the mountains in this movie for a little bit and huh. uh he slimmed down a bit you know mountain from game of thrones he slimmed down a bit i didn't even realize it was yeah. him i honestly didn't realize it was him because Alexander Skarsgård standing next to him is like just as big, and Skarsgård is fucking jacked in this movie. Yeah, he's like six um, four or something, right? He's he's very large and very muscular. Dude, like those those Skarsgård dudes are, are yeah they're he definitely looks like a fucking Viking. Big. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. Um. Oh, also definitely some Conan in this movie. If you like Conan the Barbarian, oh yeah. There's definitely some Conan in here. Um, uh, I very strongly recommend this movie. It has one of the most badass fight scenes I've ever seen toward the end of the movie. Um, It has a... uh, Well, I don't want to spoil much more than what I have already. Go check it out if you get the chance to see it. I'm probably going to buy it when it comes out. That's how much I like this movie. Um, uh, So yeah, if you got a chance to go see The Northman... Go give it a shot. Just go in knowing that it's going to be a little weird at times. Um, but I was able to follow it the whole way through and understand exactly what's kind of going on. Um, but yeah, uh, be aware it's not all action all the time. There is a, a long period where there's not like a lot of fighting necessarily, but there's a lot of kind of plotting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it has one of those badass moments that I've ever seen in a movie. Um, it's, it's in one of the trailers uh, where somebody throws a spear 
And Skarsgård character grabs the spear out of the air, turns and throws it back at the dude that threw it. And that moment nice. was awesome. Um, so yeah, go nice. check out the Northmen. It is, it is, it's a metal ass fucking movie. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, I was listening to the soundtrack yesterday because it's on Spotify, and I was like, "Is there anything in here I can steal for D and D?" When we're playing the music, I was like, "What can I'll I steal for D and D?" Playlist, real quick. Yeah, so yeah. I'll throw in the playlist when we play D and D. Um. So yeah, uh, that's what I did yesterday. I saw the Northmen. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, it's not in my notes, but I got some packages in the mail, and I want to show them off. I got. My Tales of Zadia role-playing game book. Look at that fucking oh, cover, dude. That art is awesome. I love this book. I think it looks great. I've been reading it. When I lay down at night, I have it. So Daniel knows this about me because we were roommates at WaveCon, which is I usually have like, I tend to go to sleep with like a television on or something like that. But since yeah. I started reading before going to like sleep sleep, I haven't done that. So when I lay down, I was reading the Carlos Hathcock book. Uh, which I finished. So when I finished it, I was like, you know what? I need something to read. I popped this bad boy out and I've been learning how you play this game. Um, <laughs> uh, it has all like, uh, it spoils the Dragon Prince. So if you haven't watched the Dragon Prince and you get this book, for God's sakes, watch the show first before you I, I would imagine though that people <laughs> who get that probably have seen it already. But yeah, just, just you know case, how people yeah. are. Some of the Don't art read in that here. that shit if you haven't seen it. There you go. Some of the art in here. Let me find a uh, art page for you. Is is gorgeous. Here's a piece of art. I love it. I love the art in the book. I love the cover art of it. I love the book. Um, and I know Baba's like wants to play it at some point. She's been messaging me about it, so we're totally gonna hop into this at some point. Um, the other thing I got is the first sideshow statue I've ever bought, cause that shit is expensive. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So the so these things are like higher end collectibles so for anybody who knows if, if you don't know if you don't know anything about this stuff is there are two things one higher end so expensive and number two this stuff usually by the time you pre-order it it will arrive like a year later or like whatever like it's this over takes a year a long time yeah, <laughs> it's over yeah. a year this got delayed to about covid <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about the sideshow and all this stuff is that they they're expensive and, and they usually like take forever to, to, to get to you. So that, that that's the thing, yeah. But there it is. Look at that. This is Ford. This is Ford from Critical Roles Mighty Nine, played by Travis Willingham. It came literally at two PM, I wanna say, or something like that. Two or one PM. I can't remember exactly the exact timeline. I've had it pre-ordered. I pre-ordered it. I looked it up because I was curious. I was like, how long did I have this pre-ordered? I pre-ordered this in January of 2021. And I'm just now getting it in April of 2022. <laughs> so yeah. um, it is op awesome, super detailed, and it was super expensive. Um, but luckily, you can do payment options if you want to over a period of time. So it didn't hurt all at once. Yep. Um. This was my favorite character, and the moment I saw the statue, I had to get it. I'm a big fan of Travis, and I'm a big fan of uh, this character in particular. Val, you haven't seen Campaign 2? Man, I love Campaign 2. Um, but yeah, that's my my one and only, and it has an awesome like plaque. It's got the Mighty Nine symbol on it. And it says, Ford Statue, limited edition on the bottom. And I'm going to put this back on the shelf, because it's fucking heavy. Um, 
bet. So yeah, you gotta be very careful with that stuff, very delicate. I was like, when I opened this up, I was like, I do not want to drop this. And I do not want it to be broken. I was terrified. Terrified of breaking it when I was opening it. It came in an awesome box that I have put up over there. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we've been up to, you guys, for the past week and today, because a lot of that stuff happened today. Okay. I feel like I've been talking forever. I'm exhausted. Uh, right, well, we, 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 if you're ready, man, we can hop into the news and get this thing going. Let's hit the news, Daniel. All right, it's time for the news. All right, so first piece of news we got here for the gaming news is a is a big one. It's a big one. It's one that I'm super excited for. Yeah, boy. Uh, thing that we got here is that uh, Amy Henning and Skydance New Media are creating a new Star Wars game. The studio has begun an exciting collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. A new Star Wars adventure is on the way from one of gaming's most acclaimed creators. Skydance New Media today announced a collaboration with Lucasfilm Games to develop and produce a narrative-driven action-adventure game featuring an original story in the Star Wars galaxy. Helming Skydance New Media is award-winning writer and director Amy Henning, a game industry legend whose credits include the blockbuster series Legacy of Kane, Jack and Daxter, and Uncharted. Um... I've often described how seeing Star Wars in 1977 essentially rewired my 12-year-old brain, shaping my creative life and future, uh, said said Henning, president of Skydance Media. I'm elated to be working with some games again to tell interactive stories in this galaxy that I love. Um, so Skydance was formed in 2019, uh, but the reason why this is so exciting is because, you know, obviously Amy Henning is great. We, we love the stuff she's done. But they, she originally was going to be doing a game a few years back, which was called Project Ragtag. I don't know who remembers that. I'm sure a lot I of do. people do. But Project Ragtag was going to be kind of like a heist uh, story that after A New Hope, before the empire strikes back there was going to be like a group of people you could play as and it seemed very very cool like i always i like the idea when it was first uh you know uh i don't want to say presented because we never officially really you know got anything official it was just like you know here's what's going on with it and then yeah you know it was just always just like you know the rumors and stuff but apparently the info we got was like after it was like Canceled, yeah, it was like, after it was canceled. Yeah. yeah. But I also was reading somewhere something that they may be bringing that back or at least elements from that into this new story that they're going to be telling, which I would be all for because I am down for that. I and I, I thought that the whole idea for that, the, the brag tag was, 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 was cool. Mm-hmm. I like the time period in between... Um, uh, episode four and five. I think that's a pretty. Th- there's a three year gap in there where you could do a lot of stuff. I mean, just think about like the Clone Wars show. There was seven seasons, you know, it's how yeah, seven seasons of a show, and the Clone Wars only takes place. You know, it's a three year gap. So, with all the stuff they were able to do in that, I mean, there's plenty of stuff they can do between the three year gap of A New Hope and Empire. So, 
uh, yeah, they, they there's a lot that can be done. Um, so I'm excited to see uh, them do more stuff in that time period, and I'm excited to see Amy Henning uh, finally get a chance to work on on this because you know we 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 were denied that that opportunity uh, earlier in the past. So yeah, this is this is nothing but good news, man. This just this just excites me because we have you know how many. I was I was saying this the other day when this like news dropped, but you know how many Star Wars games we have in in like development right now? It's crazy, man. It's it's quite insane. a few. I love it. It's a yeah, lot, so we and, have, which is what we yeah. wanted. Yeah, yeah. Like for the past ten years, like fucking EA, dude, just stagnated everything, man. And now we just gotta we gotta wait till all you know this is all done. But like, it's coming. The future right now is pretty exciting, man. So we Boy, have yeah. th- we have this game right now, right? That we just talked about, newly mm-hmm. announced. We have Star Wars Hunters, which is coming out. That's the one we've talked about in the past as well. That'll be on the Switch. You know, it's kind of like the Arena Fighter one. We have the the KOTOR remake coming from Aspir. We have Jedi Fallen Order 2 from Respawn. We have an untitled FPS game from Respawn. We have the uh, untitled uh, strategy game from Respawn and Bitreactor. Yes. Uh, we have... Though the open world game from ubisoft and massive we have uh star wars eclipse from uh quantic dream so that's a lot of stuff man we 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 got all that coming dude like i i it's an exciting time dude it's an exciting time i hope that that some of the stuff uh gets like a you know we get more information on more of the game the future of the game stuff at celebration which is uh you know in about a month from now which I will be at, so uh, I'm, I'm yeah, definitely boy. excited for that. I won't be there, baby. We're gonna have boots uh, on the ground, boys and girls. It's gonna be awesome. We sure will. We sure will. <laughs> and then after, and then when I when we get back, or when I get back from that, well, we're gonna do we're gonna do an episode on that because I'm sure there's gonna be a lot to talk about. So mm-hmm. I'll be there, and I'm, I'm gonna try to you know look at uh, all that I can. Uh, so and we'll definitely have a lot to talk about either way, though. But yeah, so. I'm excited. I'm excited for Amy Henning and Skydance working on this game and just. I'm glad you get another chance, man. Amy, we've talked about Amy and Jade uh, Jade Raymond on the show. Yeah, and um, and uh, I'm glad that Amy is getting her shot. Jade is is gotten getting her shot again as well with with uh, projects. Um, But I'm really glad that Amy's going to get like Star Wars. Uh, Like, obviously, she cared about it. yeah. When everything started reaching out, I I assumed like there was some reach out. Like, well, yeah, Amy Inning, man, she had a good idea a few years ago. But you know, everything right? at that time was volatile. Let's bring her back. So I'm kind of curious. I would love to see like how that. I hope somebody asked the question. How did you get reconnected again? You know, after all this time and stuff like that. I would love mm-hmm. to see the answer to that. Um, yeah. But it, I am excited for the future of Star Wars games. Um, it's exciting times man for a while there was just like man we had like you said we had nothing but like you know whatever ea was giving us and like you know what they i don't want to completely shit on what they gave us because i enjoyed some like i enjoyed the games that they gave us but it's just it's just like too few and not a whole lot of variety you know what i mean that's like the mm-hmm. biggest issue with with, with what the, what what happened um but yeah anyway i'm glad we're kind of we're going to be within the next several years we're going to be moving past that because 
the contract with EA expires next year. Like officially, like you know, so so we're definitely gonna be start hearing about more stuff coming soon. Uh, which I'm excited about. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. So next up, uh I know a whole lot of people don't play this game anymore, but I you know, I like to jump into it every every time they add a new 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 things to it. Um so with all this Thor Love and Thunder uh hype going around right now, the Marvel's the Marvel Avengers game is like, you know what? We're gonna make Jane Foster the next playable hero. Cause why not, right? You gotta you gotta keep that 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 synergy going, right? From the movies to the game, I guess. So that's what they're gonna be uh, that's what they're gonna be adding. That that'll be the next uh, that'll be the next hero to the game. Uh so she will be the first new addition since Spider Man, the PlayStation exclusive hero. Uh, released last released last summer for the uh, War for Wakanda expansion, which also brought Black Panther into the fold. Um, for when to expect Jane, uh, Crystal Dynamics said sometime after uh, the uh, uh, 2.5 update, which will be released sometime after the 2.4 update next month. Uh, beyond the 2.5 update, uh, they'll be coming back with specifics on timing later. Uh, but they will introduce uh, the mighty Thor for um, for all platforms. Um, which I imagine she's just going to play pretty much the same as Thor. Like anytime they, they release, like, you know, whenever they did Hawkeye and, and uh, Kate Bishop, they kind of played almost the same, but just a little, little slight different. So I don't know. I, I, again, not a whole lot of people play this game anymore, but I like to just. I don't know. I, I I like to just try out the new the new characters because why not? I mean, I still had it installed or whatever. Yeah, what's next? War Machine, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but that's the thing though, Majin. That they like I said, they've already they've already like Kate Bishop, Hawkeye. They, I guess it's like less work for them to like you know include some some a character that has a similar skill set to somebody already in the game, but. I get you. I don't know. It'd be nice if they had more variety. Like, I know people were like, you know, wanting like Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch and, and you know Ant Man and stuff to be included in the game forever ago, but you know they're still not in there. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a little little bit of update on that. Um. Next up, we have something that was pretty cool, in my opinion. I uh, I know oh, that we, ha- mm-hmm. I know that I haven't been or Josh hasn't been. We both haven't been the the most excited or enthusiastic about this game. But I'll be honest with you guys, man. Like for me, I don't. Know, I'll let Josh speak on how he feels about this. But for me, this kind of made me look, look look a little bit more forward to the game. I was like, oh man, I might actually play this now. Um, but yeah, Josh, have you seen this before until now or no? I did watch it. I did watch the Saints Row, um, like a boss ultimate customization deal. I watched the whole, the whole, the whole big, big reveal thing that they did because there was multiple mm-hmm. parts, um, not just this five minute yeah. video that I had playing for you they, guys. They, they did, they did like a live stream. I also, I streamed, I restreamed it on my channel on Twitch as they were doing it live. Um, and, uh, but yeah, uh, I I I'm I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of customization in games. So mm-hmm. 
I think with what they're doing here, I was hoping that they would make it better than in previous games. And from what it, from what they showed us here, is that that is what is happening. They're they're like pretty much bringing back the customization from the old games, but making it you know they take taking it uh, a step forward and making it better. You know, which is yeah, which is what you want them to do. So, I uh, I like it. I like I like what I'm seeing with the customization in this game. I will say uh, for myself, I am interested in it again. I know I was lukewarm on it kind of before, and I was like, I need to see more. Um, with what they've shown, the customization stuff, all that looks great. But like I told Daniel, it looked like from like the other thing that kind of makes me like a little bit of a wet blanket on is just like some of the characters were like still cringy. But for the most part, the customization oh, stuff is dragging me back toward wanting to play the game. Um, yeah, like I feel like the side the side characters are still gonna be like too corny and, and lame for me. Yeah, because I mean, there's there's not there's at this point there's not a whole lot you can do to change that. You know, you're there you kind of already established in the previous stuff. These are your two people you're gonna be rolling with, and they yeah they just they're lame. I'm just gonna straight up they're they're lame. Mm-hmm. Um, but this customization stuff definitely helps. Um, and uh. Yeah, I I think it looks I I think it looks the the game the game seems better for me now. Um uh but yeah, I'll I'll, I'll probably will end up giving this a shot now now that I've seen this. Um and I hope that just with with future, with the the stuff that they continue to pump out for this like future, you know, things they just they they make it look uh they they keep making it look as better like like it like the game did for me in this, so uh can only can only go up from here, I suppose, right? Unless they somehow yeah. bring it back down for me, but it should be all right. Yeah, we will see. I'm, I'm more interested than I was before. I like all the customization Absolutely. they've shown. There's a ton of it. Um, yeah, there's not only not only for your character, but for like your weapons and your vehicles and stuff. And it's cool, man. I like it. Your high down uh, you can change. Well. Yeah, the colors and like the the metals or the you know the 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 type of you know. Uh, material and shades and stuff. It's cool, man. I like it. I like it a lot. Your guns, like, it seemed like mm-hmm. anything you come into contact with can be customized. Your gang members, the whole deal, with lots of yeah. options, it seems like. So that's exciting. Yeah. For sure. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So this, so this customization stuff definitely helped for me. It helped this yeah. game's case for me. That's, that's for sure. So yeah, I know we've been kind of, kind of not too enthusiastic about it in the past, but we're, we're, this, this helped. So there you go. Yeah. It's not, it's not always all bad until the end. True, which is a good thing. But uh, yeah, we'll have to keep, we'll have to keep, uh, keep, keep watching, watching. Uh, stuff, stuff they they keep pumping out, and uh, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on it. That's true. Uh, but yeah, looks good. Um, okay. Alrighty. Uh, ne- next after that. Next up, we have the D and D Direct, which I watched all of it from beginning to end. Daniel, did you watch? Did you watch it or not? I this this I did not watch. So all this is gonna be news to me. All right. So we have a few things here. Um, the first announcement was um, Spelljammers coming back, y'all. It's getting rebooted. So Daniel, you know how you love Treasure Planet. Sir, may mm-hmm. I invite you to the land of Spelljammer? 
So, Daniel, if you click that first link down there that says Spelljammer Reboot, looks unlike anything other, any other five, fifth edition adventure we've seen so far. There's a video uh, that we can Indeed. watch. It's a little bit of Check like a little trailer. If you want to count us down on it, uh, that way we're synced up. Please do. I sure will. All right. Three, two, one, play. Oh, already off the bat, dude. Church of Planet as fuck. Oh, man, they got a song, too. Skies unknown by seeking treasure unforetold, and from the stars and darkness deep, I find my way back home. Damn, to the wind, our caution's thrown, adventures high, our wills are stone. We journeyed seeking treasure bright, and now we sail for home. <laughs> the hamster crying, bro. <laughs> That looks cool to me because I am always down for some treasure planet type shit. So high <laughs> fantasy and space travel. Let's get it, dude. That sounds cool, man. All right. Let's read this article for Spelljammer because I've never been Spelljammer. I know nothing about Spelljammer. Um, but that video alone tells me that is treasure fucking planet. Um, yeah, straight up, dude. Uh, so let's read what it says. Spelljammer, a setting that blends high fantasy and space travel, is coming back to Dungeons & Dragons. Wizards of the Coast announced the setting's return Thursday during the D&D Direct streaming presentation. It's a three-volume set titled Spelljammer, Adventures in Space. It comes packaged with its own slipcase and includes a double-sided map and a DM screen. Uh, you can pre-order it now for the uh, list price of $69.99, and it is a release date for August 16th. Spelljammer was first introduced in 1989, also as a box set titled Spelljammer Adventures in Space, written by Jeff Grubb. Published originally by TSR, it is still in print, with physical copies available via partnership with One Book Show. The setting gets its name from its, uh, from its starships, massive flying vessels piloted by powerful wizards. You can see one in action in the trailer above. Spelljammers look like elegant, open-decked vessels with distinctive wing-like sails used to travel through space through the air of terrestrial planets, and even between different planes of existence. In this way, they've been used to connect the many disparate settings of the D&D multiverse, including the Forgotten Realms, Eberron, and Dragonlance's Kryn. Uh, the so, first of... Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, just really quick. I, I, I clicked on the link there for the Amazon link, mm -hmm. and... Like yeah, it comes like 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 you were saying the the DM screen and the books and stuff and everything, dude. That map looks sick, man. I was like, this is a cool looking map. The the, the Rock of Brawl and it's so cool, man. It's got like the docks and the you know the city and everything. I'm like, oh, this this is this is this is really cool, man. Add, never Josh, anything on my shelf. <laughs> add this onto the list of the other games we were talking about the other day. 
like the Sky Raiders, the Rabarax, and the you know the Blade Runner game and the Avatar game that we're all that we're looking forward to. Add this one on there, man. I'm, I I definitely want to play this at some point. This looks cool, man. And I feel like it's reasonably priced. Um, you get three books, the map, and the DM screen, and all that. Seventy bucks. I feel like that's reasonable. But anyway, oh, carry yeah. on. I I just I just wanted to bring that up real quick because I thought I clicked on the link. I'm like, this map no, looks cool. sick, dude. It's cool. Yeah, feel free to interrupt anytime. Uh, just know that I talk fast and I'll always be like, please continue because I don't want to cut you off. Uh, no, you're good. I just, I just uh, want to bring that up real quick. No, I, like I got you. Uh, the first of three volumes in Spelljammer Adventures in Space is titled Astral Adventurer's Guide. Wizard says it contains everything DMs need to run a campaign as well as six new options for playable characters. Specifically, all six of the races included in recently released playtest materials. That includes industrious, the industrious auto note, the bipedal, bipedal hippo-like gif, gif, gif. Hmm. I don't know how you pronounce it. The primate, the primate-like hadazi, the uzi plas, plasmid, uzi plasmoids, plasmoids, <laughs> I guess. Uh, the astral elves and the insectile thrycreen. Oh like, God, I can't pronounce that's... any of those names. <laughs> My cream sounds like something else, but uh, yeah, the Hadoozies, uh, Hadozi, yeah, that, that, that's 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 an interesting name. And the in the in the GIF or the GIF, I don't know. Interesting names, but uh, true. Cool, man. I I, I, I mean, shit. I, I'm 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 about this already, though. I like it. I'm I dig it. I'm into it. You know, chat. Let me open up a link so you guys can actually see what you get. In this box set, yeah, show, yeah. show them the things, show them the map, dude. Because I, I think that map is fucking cool, man. Where, where's the map? Oh, it's right here. So it's on the second, uh, or actually, yeah, the the second picture, second image. Like you can, can see I? some of it, like can the I rock of brawl top side. Yeah, there we go. Like there you go, guys. me, here's... that looks fucking cool, man. That looks, that looks like a setting I want to play in. You know what I mean? I look at that and I'm like, yes, take me there. I like the art on all the books. I love the whole look. I love purple, and there's a lot of purple in this. Okay, there is <laughs> definitely those like those cosmic vibes of the purple and blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I don't know. Just the the map is just like I, I keep mentioning it because it looks so cool, man. Yeah, I, I really, I really like that map. I dig it a lot. It's really, really cool. It does look awesome. Right. Library of Spheres. Man, so that man, really is cool, what really cool. you'd be getting in that case. And yeah, like um, you said, the, the the art in the books is great. The DM screen looks cool. It just all of it looks looks fantastic. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, but what do, what do we got next? What else just, is in that? What else is in the D and D direct? So the second book in the um, Spelljammer book, I, I want to go over because there's three books in there. The second book is okay. titled Booze Ast- uh, Astral Menagerie, named after the uh, miniature giant space hamster from the original Baldur's Gate video game. Had no idea that was a thing, because I've never played the original Baldur's Gate video game. Um, here's where things get particularly odd. Among the new monsters being introduced to the setting are evil space clowns, vampires, sentient comets, comets, vampires, wow. and of course, space dragons. Uh, mm, the, the final book is an adventure called Light of Xeraxis, set in wild space in the Astral Sea. It includes 12 episodes, each of which end in a cliffhanger. It is not known Damn. at this time what little characters will start or finish the adventure at. Um, 
so yeah, that was like the very first thing that they showed uh, in the uh, thing. Next up, they showed um, campaign cases. I know it, the next thing on here is the Dragonlance thing, but they actually showed that last. Um, so we talk about that last. The next thing they showed are these campaign cases, which will help you return to the table with all the tokens that you can carry. So basically what these are are box sets of, like, monster tokens. So, like, orcs, goblins, um, things like that. They also have uh, terrain tokens that you can piece together um, that, to make tiles and art. And they have these... They have stickers that you can put on there that are, like, trees and stuff, and you can peel them back off and reuse them. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, only going to spend a few seconds on that, but that's, like, neat for when we're all playing D&D &D in person again. Would be perfect if, yeah. like, when we go to WaveCon or something like that. And we need um, that. Um, there is some stuff in here on the movie, but I think I put that in the movie news. Or maybe I didn't. Um, but it's not yeah, anything I think really. Have, yeah. Well, um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to the movies yeah. for sure. Um, Next up, they're having a new starter set called Dragons of Stormwreck Isle. For those of you that were at WaveCon with us and we played D&D, we used one of those starter sets that I believe Jake and Baba were so kind and gifted me um, while we were there. That have like they're, they're for like getting started with D&D, right? They come with pre-made characters, character sheets, an adventure to run, and some quick rules to get you going. So they have a new one called Dragons of Stormwreck Isle. Um... Uh, it's only 20 bucks. Uh, it's an introductory to into D&D. To, into um, it's great for just getting started with the game. Looks cool. I think, cool. I think I'll show you, I'll, I'll show you guys the art for it really quick. It's just that right there really quick. Also, I just realized that we keep, I have the wrong news thing set. So let me fix that really quick. We are not in TV news. We are in gaming news. I don't know when that got mixed up. Oh, that yeah. That is the gaming knows. Mistakes happen, guys. Maybe I hit it by accident. Uh, we're still in gaming news, though. Um, so, yeah. Next up, there was... Oh, they showed off the one of the new adventure books called The Radiant Citadel. I don't know very much about it. Um to be honest with you, because I don't keep up with a lot of products that are coming. I think it's a book full of, like, adventures. So let's read what it says. It says, Witches of the Coast revealed a number of new adventures coming to Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel, Dungeons & Dragons, new adventure-packed anthology book, exclusively, exclusively featuring the work of people of color. During Thursday's D&D Direct Livestream, designer and uh, project co-leads Ajit George and Wesley Schneider Introduced, play, introduced players to three of those adventures, which include a vibrant Dungeons and Dragons take on Mexico's Day of the Dead, um, which they have oh, some yeah. art. They have some artwork here for. It looks pretty fucking dope to me. Check that out. That's neat. Um, Stop right there, man. Uh, your uh. George Snyder teased The Wages of Ice, a fifth-level adventure that features uh, gorgeous pastels and is evocative of the uh, Caribbean and its people. 
They also teased Orchids of the Invisible Mountain, a 14th level adventure that was described as planes, uh, plane spanning from the mystery and majesty of the Fade Wild to the realm of madness known as the Far Realm. In Orchids of the Invisible Mountain, players will face a brand new monster, the Whistler, described as a farm realm, far realm entity that's going to horrify parties. Finally, there's the Fiend of Hollow Mind, a fourth level adventure. The, the, there, players will experience the Night of the Remembered, a festival where the departed and the dead come back to celebrate with their loved ones in this party of skeletons and spirits. Those three adventures joined the previously announced starter adventure, Salted Legacy, which was inspired by the first generation American experience and written in blood described by its creator as an homage to the black experience in the southern United States. Journeys Through the Radiant Citadel will bring 13 new adventures and 16 new, 16 new locations to players when it launches in stores and online starting June 21st. Um, and then the very last thing... I may be missing things, guys. This I'll be honest with you, this article is a little hard to follow because it's they have it posted kind of strange. Is um, D&D's Dragonlance is back with a new adventure and a battle game but the main reason I wanted to talk about this one, Daniel, if you'll open this up, it has a video too, and we should watch it because I feel like this video is actually pretty cool and got me kind of hyped a little bit. So if you okay. open D&D's Dragonlance is back with a new adventure uh, article there, Daniel, um, and you want to count us down, we will watch this with everybody. I will indeed. Let's count it down. All right. Three, two... One play. I often wonder why we fight with all the evil forces that plague this land. The odds feel insurmountable. Our enemies are savage, cruel, and relentless. But even in knowing all this, we must still fight on. Not for victory. Not for kings. Not even for glory. But for each other. Alright, Dragonlance, here you go, man. I feel like that's Direction pretty fucking book dope. And battle game. Yeah, that was pretty cool, man. A little, little cool setup for that, definitely. Very nice indeed. Uh yes, sir. Um So yeah, that's uh Dragonlance was originally created by uh Laura and Tracy Hickman. Daniel, you mentioned um, Avarax earlier, I believe that, that is the same people. I believe that is Laura and Tracy Hickman. In, in, if I'm indeed, not, yeah, indeed. If I'm not, no, confused. you're right. That is. Them. <laughs> um, there's a lot of creators yeah. of D and D and other things out there, guys. I get them mixed up sometimes. Um, but yeah, uh, that looked cool. I, look, that's only like a little minute and like ten second little trailer. Got me hype. It's not even like cinematic. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's cinematic, but it's just yeah. good art. You know, it's not like yeah, it's yeah, moving exactly. people. The voice goes yeah. a long way. 
Obviously, we know her from The Expanse. I cannot pronounce her name. Um, uh, to save my fucking life. Um, but I will post it in the chat, and I apologize. I, I haven't watched The Expanse, so I don't know who it is, but... You, hey, you do know her. You know her from Mass Effect. She's from one of the she's one of the admirals in uh in the Quarian fleet. Oh yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. As soon as as soon as you said that, I was like, oh wait a minute. Yeah, she's she's that Quarian lady. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you did. She's she's got such a she, her voice was perfect for that admiral. Um, um, but yeah, that's most of the stuff at the D and D direct. It was only like thirty minutes. It was not very long. Cool. Um, I mean, some of that stuff was pretty exciting, though. Like the the new the new games that they got coming out, you know, with the Dragonlance and the the, the Spelljammers and and the adventures and stuff like you know, that. Yeah, yeah, and the and the Dia de Muertos stuff. I, I'm I'm into all that. That looks cool. Yeah. Um. They do mention uh, the movie, and we will talk about that when we get to the movie news. And yeah. I did put it in there. Oh. Yeah, when we get to the movie news, we'll mention the movie stuff. But uh, that's, right. it for, that's it for the D, the, the, the D&D Direct, huh? Yeah, that was it. That's the D&D right. Direct. Uh, next up, we have some Borderlands news. Uh, a new Tales of the Borderlands is coming this year. So the game is being developed by Gearbox and will feature all new characters and stories. So uh, Gearbox boss Randy Pitchford revealed at PAX East that the, a new... Uh, Tales of the Borderlands game is in development and will be out later this year. Uh, he said, because of our the success and our love for Tales and because of our interest in developing the Borderlands universe in new ways, we thought it would be fun and exciting to dive into the format of interactive fiction that once again, uh, Pitchford said during their presentation at PAX. This time we're doing it to, we're doing it to imagine all, all new characters and all new stories from Borderlands. So soon we'll be announcing an all-new game set within the Borderlands universe presented in that style of interactive fiction. Uh, it'll be in, developed in-house by Gearbox, so we'll see how that works. Um, because originally mm. the other game was uh, Telltale, uh, which is you know they're they they specialize in the narrative uh, focus games. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see what uh, we'll see what how how this how this ends up. I like Tales of the Borderlands, you know the the Telltale one when that came out. I, I, I enjoyed that one quite a bit. So we'll see what they do, man. This is gonna be new characters and 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 Gearbox themselves are gonna be doing it. So well, we'll see. Yeah, I liked the first one a lot. I streamed it. I have some funny clips on my channel from it. <laughs> I. I wanted a continuation with those characters, but I, I, uh, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. That's all. That's yeah. All. Well, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see, man. What's next? Uh, next up, uh, keeping with the world of Borderlands. This time, shifting over to Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, though. Uh, a new DLC is revealed: Coiled Captors. Uh, a new snake-filled trailer is also uh, here, so we can uh, check that out. Uh, so the game, the game has been out for less than a month, but we already have uh, the first DLC for it. Like I said, Coiled Captors uh, focuses on snake creatures, or you know, uh, 
let's go ahead and check out this trailer though if you want you want uh, i'll count us down josh and we'll, we'll press play three two one play Coiled looked into the eyes of a god and blinded him believing that this act made them equals there is no equality between the captains and their captains. Street sharks! Right? Freedom makes monsters of us all. For freedom is the only thing that can truly show you who you are. There it is. Oh! That looked neat. So, so this is one of those games that uh, we started playing, and then I just, we just haven't continued playing it. Uh, no, and I want to. I liked what I played. It's not even yeah, like yeah, I didn't like it or same. anything. <laughs> Yeah, same. I, um, I definitely, I definitely want to play some more too. But yeah, there's just been a lot going on recently. But definitely want to get back to that. Definitely want to get back to that because I, I did enjoy that. But it's crazy that they already got a DLC for it, and the game's like, it hasn't even been out that long. Um, right. But yeah. Uh, last thing we got here for the movie news or the movie news season, the game news. <laughs> I don't know why it's the movie. We're not there yet. Anyway, started that. Gaming news is that TMNT Shredder's Revenge gets a summer launch window, and we have an extended trailer to look at as well. So, uh, we're not gonna watch this whole thing, Josh, because it's like 11 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I just realized, but, how long uh, it is. yeah, but if you want to like kind of just I'll play, play it a little and bit, skip through, yeah, let's get and then you can skip job. through it, yeah. So, just feel free to start it whenever because it's just, yeah, there's, there's a lot here. It's like a shredder, he's jacked. Right. It's my boy Mikey and Leo. Hi yeah. Yeah. This is like if Josh and I were playing, because Josh, I believe your favorite uh, turtle is Mikey, yeah. Yeah, I always loved Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, and my boy's Leonardo. So there you go, man. Leonardo's my guy. So here we go, dude. Let's yeah. get it. Pop, pop, my pop, nephew, pop, pop. my youngest nephew, uh, is a big Mikey fan too. And I'm like, yeah, boy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this I is kind of cool. I used to... I like all go the ahead, turtles, though. I was just going to say, I like all the turtles. Yeah. And, like, I also am a big fan of Raphael, so... Yeah, Raph is cool, too. Yeah, I always like I always like Raph, also. Yeah. What were you going to say? Nah, no, nah, for me, it's just like, I'm, like... I I usually am not, like, super into these kind of games, but this one looks like a like a good time, man. Like, I, I, I do enjoy these, but... But yeah, I I feel like this could be fun, man. If you had like a like a four player squad right here, man, where you could all play a turtle, you know, I think I think this could be fucking fun as hell. Everybody pick your turtles, let's go. Uh, yeah, I, I call Leo, I call Leo, man. No, nobody, nobody better take Leo. Mikey's mine. It's huh. like the uh, remember remember when we were all playing the D and D thing, me, you, Majin, and Maggie. Yeah, and Maggie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun, dude. I like that. That little short little. D&D &D game, yeah. Mm. 
I haven't played called, but anything. Cool, I don't think I've played anything since uh, since that. Yeah, I, I I think it's the same for me. Um. Plus, I love I love pixel art style, and I love this old school music, right? Like you used to get back in the yeah. day when you played these side scrolling like games. Arcade vibes and whatnot. I love them. Takes you back, right, when there were arcades and stuff. So, and there still are out there some some places. Hiya. Dang, Mikey threw that some bitch at the screen. Look at that pizza. That's a video game oh, pizza, man. but I would I would eat that. Just saying. <laughs> right? I was like, damn, I want some pizza now. I I would eat those pixels. It was in front of me. Uh, but yeah, like I said, though, this is a bit of a long one, so if you want to continue skipping it up, we can do yeah, that. Yeah, we're uh, going to skip it. I'm going to turn the sound off, and we'll just skip through a little bit. Uh -huh. Unless uh, the audio will be weird to start skipping around. Cowabunga, dude. This is just all Mikey and Leo, huh? All the way through. Uh, maybe? Oh, they're fighting Bebop. No, no. They, they they switch it up to Raph and, and Donnie. Ah, I see. Take down uh, Rocksteady. There you go. Get a little bit of Raph and my, uh, Donnie gameplay. Yeah. Get them, boys. Yeah, this looks, this looks fun, though, man. I... I... And the music, yeah, no, 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 hell yeah, dude. The turtle, the Damn. turtle man's on blocks, yeah. Super attack. I want, I want to see that. I want to see that. Come on, use it. There you go. Nice. He hit him with the fucking uh, with the suplex. Very nice. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm into this, man. I usually, like, don't play these games too often, but uh, this I'm into. I, I, yeah. I dig it. I like it. I play. There's 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 two IPs that will get me to play this. One, Ninja Turtles. Two, I fucking play Power Ranger games like this, if they had one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, that looks great. Cool. This looks fantastic. What's the date yeah. on this? Do we know when this comes out? Um, so it has a summer release window, but I don't know if there's a an exact date. I got gotcha. you. But that looks cool, man. I'm I'm into that. I'll be checking that out for sure. I'm into that for sure. But that that'll do it for our. Uh, our, our gaming news, unless you got anything else quick to quickly add in here, man, before we move on mm -hmm. to TV news. The rest of our news, news here should be pretty quick. Like, I got two two things, uh, which basically leads into one thing for TV, and then, like, a few things for the movie, and that's it. Let me double-check the game, because I haven't been looking while we've been talking, so let's just see if anything I, drops. I feel like... 
I, I feel like the gaming news usually is what we got the most of. Uh, in For general. those of you that are going to be like, you missed all the Blizzard stuff. We didn't miss it. We just don't put it in the news because we don't. We don't talk about them on this show unless you want me to rant about it for like 60 years. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want to hear Josh so talk we, about them. Then so I just yeah, want to acknowledge yeah. we are aware of Blizzard news. We are not putting Blizzard news in here. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the, <laughs> the whole Overwatch 2 stuff is happening, which like part of me is like, man, I wish they weren't shitty so I could have signed up for the beta and, and played it because I am a, I do like Overwatch, but I just, I yeah, I just haven't. Same I, for I World really, of Warcraft stuff. You know, yeah. I haven't really cared enough to uh to, to look into that and, and, and you know keep up with it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um so yeah, that's why that's not in here, guys. Um Yep. I just don't want to be negative on the show unless we absolutely have to. <laughs> so, um uh other than that, uh the Dune Spice Wars game enters early access tomorrow. That's the thing that's gonna oh, be cool. tomorrow. I'm gonna check that out. I will probably talk about it on next week's podcast. Um there's some early reviews out there from IGN and stuff, so go check those out. Other than that, we can move right along to television. All right, if you want to. TV news, which is gonna be like very quick because it's I only have two things on here, but they're both on the same thing. So I got you. Uh, yeah, we'll get through that pretty pretty quickly. I would say. Uh, but yeah, so first thing we got here is or is the Natalie Holt is going to be scoring uh, Obi Wan Kenobi the series, uh, and she's and she and because of that she becomes the first woman to score live act, a live action Star Wars project. Oh, so yeah. pretty cool. Congrats to her, Natalie Holt. If you guys uh, don't recall the name or don't know the name. She was the uh, woman who scored the Loki series uh, 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 themes and, and, and scores as well. So she has some uh, some experience with, with that stuff. So she did, she previously did Loki, like I said. Now she'll be doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, series, which I, for me personally, I, I, I like the Loki stuff, but there wasn't anything that really stood out for me. Uh so I'll be curious to see, you know, what what she does with the with the Obi Wan stuff. We I do know that the main theme for the Obi Wan Kenobi series is is done by uh, uh, John Williams because he's like, yo, I want to do a score for I want to do a theme for Obi Wan because I never really got a chance to do that in the original trilogy. So John Williams is like, yo, let me write a score for my boy Benny real quick, right? And, and you don't so, say no you know, to that man. You would never say no, no to that genius. Hell no. <laughs> never. Never. I, I would let him do whatever he wanted. I wouldn't be I wouldn't tell him like, yo, can you please do this? You know, like I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't ask him to, but if he came, but if he was like, yo, I want to do some do stuff, I'd be like, dude, do whatever you want. I love mm-hmm. you and your and your views and your <laughs> music. So please, by all means, do whatever you want to do, man. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, another thing that I was uh, I, I kind of looked up her IMDb real quick. Another thing that I um uh, uh watched that she did was Nightfall. I don't know if you ever watched that, Josh, but I like Nightfall, Nightfall. and that was pretty cool. Was yeah, Nightfall, Nightfall was the um, it was the uh, I believe it was on the History Channel. 
It oh, had, uh, yes, 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 had, yes. Like Mark Hamill in season two, but I, I really like season one. That was I need really to give cool. it another chance. I think I started watching she, uh, it and didn't get to keep going because of something. Yeah, it's only it's it's only the the two seasons I believe because they they canceled it. I'm pretty sure, but um, it was cool. I I I enjoyed. I think I enjoyed season one more than season two, but it was cool seeing Mark Hamill in season two. You know, I was like, oh damn. There he is, but uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I've seen her, I've seen that that she scored. I've seen Loki. I'm excited for the Obi Wan Kenobi, and she's also going to be scoring the Batgirl movie, so that that's cool. So she's she's yeah. she's, she's she's up and coming, man. She's doing some stuff. Uh, so so good for her, man. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm excited to see what she does with this. Um, I'm excited to hear. John Williams' Obi-Wan theme and to hear the rest of her music for, for this. So uh she also described John Williams' theme as reflective and just entirely appropriate for the series. Uh it's wistful, but there's an element of hope to it. It's doing something new, and I think people are going to be really blown away by it. So she's a fan of John Williams' theme for Obi-Wan. Um yeah, so I'm 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 excited to see what they both bring here because I like Josh as well. We're I, we're both big uh, big scores and and soundtrack guys. Like I have for me, I can say that I have like a dedicated uh, score slash soundtrack playlist on Spotify where I just put like music for like video games movies tv shows that i like that are like scores into all one playlist except for star wars because i have i have there's so much star wars music that i put into its own playlist i have like an entirely dedicated star wars playlist but like for everything else i I have it in its own like score slash soundtrack playlist it's where dnd music comes from baby hell yeah yeah i i love it so so yeah uh i'm I'm super excited to, to hear what what they came up with um so yeah. yeah. Um continuing on with Obi-Wan news, we have some three new exclusive images that were released today. Mm. Uh they're, oh, yeah, they're pretty they're pretty like simple and 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 you know kind of stuff we've seen already, but just kind of get a more of a closer look. One thing that I thought was interesting is that in that first image, Obi-Wan is kind of wearing like a blue tunic type of thing, you know. Which I was mm-hmm. like, huh, interesting that it's blue, you know. Like obviously he's not gonna be wearing his Jedi robes because he's he's under he's he's in disguise, you know. He, he can't be standing out. But I was just like, I, I I just for whatever reason I didn't expect it to be blue, you know. I'm just like, oh maybe he'd wear like a like he probably like I, I for whatever reason I picture him just wearing like his the normal colors that he's wearing like tan or brown or whatever. But this man's got a blue tunic on with like a I don't know what color. of or shade of poncho that is, but it looks like it's like a what, what would you call that? Like a grayish, like it almost looks purple to me a little bit, almost like I don't. I, yeah, like, it's kind of like a. I think it's gray and it's got a little purple in it because he's in the shade. It looks purpley. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what color is that? But uh, but yeah, the <laughs> that's some seventies. Yeah, Star Wars blue. It it is. Yeah, I I mean I like it. It's a good look, but I I just for whatever reason I just caught me off guard with him just wearing a, the, the blue tunic i was like oh shit i 
I don't know why I pictured him to just wear fucking tan and brown and beige and all these, you know, the fucking Jedi robe colors, even though he's not wearing the robe. But, uh, but no, I mean, I, th- I think it looks cool. Um, uh, interesting. That's, that's probably still on Tatooine. You know, we got the little, we got the old dude on the left, probably some merchants or something, or, you know, I don't know what's going on here, but looks cool. It's him just probably living his daily life on Tatooine and on, on the Martin, you know, in Moss Eisley or whatever. He's going to hang out with the, uh, I don't know, in Watto's shop for fun or something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe Dude, it's his business. If, if, if he went to Moss Espa and fucking found Watto again, that would be that, I, honestly. Incredible. I could see that happening in this show. Although you know what though, like I don't even I don't think he ever actually met Watto in the movie. That's true. That's movie. true. He he never went because it was it was Qui Gon was the one that was there. That's right. But. Hey man, if if they manage to meet somehow, I, I know people like with these new Star Wars shows are like, oh, I don't want to see cameos just to have cameos, and and part of me is like, I get that, but also I'm like, dude, I want to see Dexter Jester again. I want to see fucking <laughs> like how funny would it be if fucking Elan sleeves bagging though? You know the dude who's like, I, you know, he's trying to sell him death sticks in the fucking Outlander <laughs> Club, and then dude showed up again, bro. And now I this re- time I it's rethought like, my life. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's like I retaught my life, and I see now you're in shit. Let me help you turn around your life. How crazy would that be? <laughs> Fucking the drug addict over here helping out Obi Wan like years later and shit. Like that'd be that'd be nuts. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that first picture looks cool. It looks like yeah, he's just on Tatooine doing his thing. Uh, next image, we have him looking like a bit of an outsider here on this uh, uh, Hong Kong style planet. Which uh, they gave us a name for a few weeks back when they had the Entertainment Weekly stuff, but I I totally forgot the name of it. I love the look of this um, place. Look at all the neon, man. I love, it. I, I love it too, man. Yeah, the Hong Kongish looking planet. It looks cool. Yeah, I'm this this type of planet and environment is what I've been sorely missing from the new Star Wars stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sick of going to another you know Tatooine. All like I get Tatooine's a big, you know. Especially for this story, it makes sense to have Tatooine. But like in general, like desert planets, like I'm kind of over that. Like I want to go to new environments and areas and planets and stuff. I just had a funny thought. We can't even escape desert planets by watching Halo. Because we're literally on a desert planet in that show too at yeah. times. <laughs> I mean, there it's it's a it's a pretty it's a popular biome. I get it. But everybody like, loves hanging out in the desert for some reason. But all I'm trying to say is I want to see more environments like this, man. Like, look at this, this looks fucking cool, man. I want to hang around here, dude. Like, there's all these shady ass people around, but fucking just just to like witness everything going on, like it'd be cool, man. Makes me think of Blade. Yeah, Runner, a little bit. I'm into but... it. So I it'll be it'll be interesting seeing Obi Wan navigate his way through this planet. Um. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. Uh, from what we saw in the trailers, it looks like he may be on the run from an, from from Reva here, or you know, one of the, the Inquisitors or or, or some. Um, but yeah, and then finally we have the last image, which is of the uh, Inquisitor, which I will say that. I'm was like, I'm the look for the Inquisitors. I, I I'll say it looks better here than it did in the trailer, like his, cause here it actually looks like he has some like shape to his head and not just like a 
like because in the trailer it looked like he was just an egghead with like a you know with the, with the mm-hmm. painted head and stuff right but here i can actually kind of see a little bit more of a like a slender kind of face to it and not just not just the fucking you know he he, he doesn't just look like humpty dumpty like he did in the trailer right <laughs> so so he kind of he kind of has a little bit more definition to to the face and, and the head a little bit here so i will say that this looks better but I still kind of wish it was a little bit more, more, more of a slender head and face. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're still working on it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just you know, to, to pull a shot of the Inquisitor with his lightsaber and a stormtrooper stand in the back. So you know, it's not, yeah. not a whole lot to talk about here. But I need to, uh, I need to yeah. see it in action, moving more than what we got in the trailer, and then what we get in like a photo before I can truly judge. How I feel about how it looks, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it, it can be a little hard to judge things based on. We get a quick shot in the trailer that looks a little not completely right, and then we get this shot that looks a little bit better. So we'll see. Type of deal. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so um, excited for the show, like a motherfucker. Oh, All absolutely! Right. I uh, cannot cannot wait. Um, but yeah, that is uh, that is what we got for the TV news. It was just Obi Wan Kenobi news because there's kind of a bit of a I got a tiny bit, thing. bit of a slow week. Oh, a very tiny thing, very slow week. The NFL draft is this weekend. For those of you that like football and have oh, been hey. dying for it, um, right. I don't know why I started watching the draft, but I watch the draft like every year. Uh, now I I will at least watch the first round because that's when shit happens. Um, yeah. So uh, Thursday through Saturday will be the NFL draft. It'll get you a little bit of football if you're into the football thing, like I am. Although I am in the market for a new team, I have not liked the moves the Falcons have made this this past year. Um, but we'll see. I'm kind of curious to who they'll draft, and I always like watching. You know, you might get another. Great moment when Jordan Love was drafted by the Packers and pissed off Aaron Rodgers for like two years. So, um, we'll see. We'll see if you're into the NFL draft. That's this weekend, and that's all I got. Cool, cool. cool. Nice. Yeah, I, I, uh, I always watch the uh, the NBA draft because that's what kind of what I was always, you know, always been into. But yeah, hell yeah, the NFL draft is. Dra- the drafts in like any sport, I feel like, are always cool because you get like you know, you you, you get roster uh, movement and uh, you know trades and and, and, and it's all, cool. all kinds of shit going on. The other thing is, it's cool to hear the young guys talk and get up there and talk about you know their dreams and hopes and stuff, and see them get excited by who they get drafted by. On the flip side of that, you have ESPN always talking about how this person overcame their dad dying in their youth, or this person overcame their dad running away in their youth, or something terrible. They always bring up the fucking tragedy. ESPN, let the kids enjoy the moment. Quit bringing up the what they overcame, man. Let them enjoy the moment a little bit more. That's yeah. my complaint about it. They always kind of like, man, how do you feel about you know your grandma who died like right before you were drafted five minutes ago? How do you feel about that? That kind of shit needs to stop, man. It's okay to talk about it, but give them at least that day to to not have to think about it. Let them enjoy their moment. Um, 
Know what I mean? Yeah, like I that's kind you. of like a bummer. That's a bummer. Those guys. Like this is their dream, and they're gonna get to live their dream. Um, they get to go out there and play, you know, their dream, and then you hit them with like <laughs> this terrible shit that they had to overcome, which is amazing. It is amazing that some people have had to overcome these great uh, tragedies and things that have happened, but at least let them enjoy them mm. a little bit. Right. 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 All right. What's yeah, next? Movie uh, news. I guess. Next. Yeah, really, really quickly, I the the planet that I that, that I was talking about in the Obi Wan show, the the Hong Kong looking one that we saw in the picture is called Dayu. Dayu, because I I I had to look it up real quick because I'm like, man, I I they told us in the Entertainment Weekly article, and I I knew it and then I blanked out because I haven't you know because the show isn't you know, like a lot of this information is new, so I gotta kind of kind of retain it and it's like, man, I, I I'm trying, but you know, I, I, there hasn't been a whole lot going on right now. But anyway, Dayu. That's the planet. Anyway, movie news. We have we have a few things here. We got a few things. To, it, it, again, this should go probably just as quick as the uh, TV news, but um, uh, yeah. Okay. So first thing we got here is that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has been delayed till June of 2023. Um. So add this to the list of things that have been delayed and pushed back. Uh, the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse was supposed to release uh, October of this year, but has now been pushed back uh, eight months from October 7, 2022 to June 2nd, 2023. Uh, Sony Pictures announced um, Obviously, uh, the first movie came out in 2018, which is crazy that it's been that long already, man. Like, right. it kind of like it came out like in I want to say December of 2018, and now this one was supposed to come out in October of this year, but it's getting pushed back until uh, um. Uh, which we call it, uh, you know, next year. Um, but also in, in other news, you remember how they were calling it like across the Spider Verse, like they had they had like the part one subtitle thing to it. Yeah, they have apparently dropped that from the subtitle, so now it's just going to be Spider Man Across Spider Verse, and then the part two is just going to be called Across Spider Verse Two. So oh, okay. They dropped the part one, part two from the subtitles. Which... I, had, I hadn't read this article, so for a second I was like, oh no, is it? are we only going to get the one? What? Are they cutting out the second part or what? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, Across Spider-Verse 2 has landed a release date of March 29th, 2024. So I guess, I guess the good thing about waiting so long is that because these are a part one and part two is that they're only going to be like a year apart from each other, you know? Because mm -hmm. we, we we've had to wait a while now from the first movie till now, right? Because like I said, 2018 for the first movie, and we still haven't gotten the second one. But we're gonna get the second one next or in 2023, next year, and then the year after that, we'll get part you know, Cross Spider Verse two. So yeah. two movies in, in two years, not bad. After having to wait, of... you know, as long as we have from from the first one till now, more time to work on it, man. You'll get a quality product. Let's do Which it. Which is what we're all about. We're all for. So uh, definitely, yeah. uh, 
definitely wish them the best of luck on that. I'm super excited. I love the first Spider-Verse. I still, there was this print that I saw on Etsy that was like Miles, uh, Miles Morales, like from that movie. And I, I was like, dude, I need to get this because it looks incredible. And uh, I will definitely, I'm definitely going to get it and pick it up at some point because I thought that shit was amazing. But uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, man. So yeah, that's, that's the news on that. And then also they revealed that uh, Madam Web, <laughs> the movie that they're doing for Madam Web, uh, will open on July seventh, twenty twenty three. So there's a lot of a lot of shifts, a lot of shifting of the dates for Sony stuff. Equalizer three is also shifting dates to September first, twenty twenty three, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, the news on that. Uh, if you got nothing more to add on, we can uh, we can move on. No, we can move on. All right, if you cool. hear sirens, now, there's a fire truck going by. I apologize. All right, so. Earlier, we were talking about D&D during the gaming news, but now we can talk about the movie because we are in the movie news. So Yes, uh, sir. Let's go ahead and get on to that. All right. So we have a tweet here that says, Our campaign begins Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Come join our party with Chris Pine. Chris Pine um, and all the, I guess, the stars of the movie here. Uh, and they have yeah. a little video. Um, we can play it. It's... I'll tell you right now, don't get excited because all it is is a title drop, but we will watch it all the same. Yeah. Uh, so let's check that out. Uh, Daniel, we can just play it because it's only like 20 seconds. So. Yeah, it's 20, um, 20 seconds. Yeah, I, I, I played it. So yeah, it's the title. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, Honor Among the Thieves. So there you go. That's the subtitle for the movie. Uh, cool. So yeah, March third uh, next year. Yeah, release date. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all that that was. It was not very much. I was curious if they were going to show a thing at D and D Direct. I think I mentioned it in Discord, like the night or a couple nights before. We were sitting there talking. Uh, we were talking about the direct, and I was like, I wonder if they're going to show anything from the movie. Oh. One thing I forgot in the game part news section is they showed off. They didn't show off. They showed some Baldur's Gate 3, but nothing new was mentioned. It was like all just a recap of previous stuff we've seen before. So Baldur's Gate also got a mention in the game stuff. That, I forgot to cool. mention that. That's my bad. I wanted to make up for that. All good, no? all good. Um, um, the other thing I was going to say is I remember, when was it, like last week, we mentioned, because... Uh, Chris Pine was interviewed about the D&D movie and he's he, he, so for those of you who for, forget or haven't heard he Chris Pine which is the star of the D&D movie uh, you know Honor Among Thieves uh, described this movie as a mix between Game of Thrones and the and the Princess Bride so take that as, how, as you will but that's how he describes the movie which uh, I feel like is a, a, a perfect tone for what they're trying to do yeah. so that's the thing with D&D you can almost have a tone of uh, anything Right, because everybody that plays D and D at a table, everybody's different, and the tones are usually can vary wildly uh, between yeah. horror, comedy, action, adventure. We're pirates on the sea. We're pirates in space with space uh, sailing ships now. 
the spell jammer oh, yeah. and like and there's so many different so genres. Cool, man. I, can, I, I definitely <laughs> want to play that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's your D and D news. Very very quick. Not not a whole not a whole lot for the movie. Uh, I'm excited to see a trailer whenever they drop that. You know, whenever that's gonna be. Um, yeah. Uh, which, speaking of trailers, that's the last thing we have here for our movie news. We have uh, an official trailer number two for Lightyear. I haven't seen this uh, yet. I, react, I reacted to this. If you want to go check it out, go go watch my channel and uh, and let me know what you think. Um, yeah, I uh, there's something in this trailer that had me a little that I'm, like I, I did not expect. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what Josh thinks. Oh, you're gonna uh, get my live reaction. I have no idea what it is because I haven't watched anybody react uh, to this or anything yet. So whenever you're ready, man. Three, two, one, play. I love that first trailer they did. Buzz Lightyear mission log, Stardate 3901. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to this. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander. Go. This is exciting. A new adventure. I'm going to grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. And beyond. You are clear for hyperlaunch. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Buzz, that was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Come in, Star Command. Why don't they answer? Hey, hey! Shh! The robots! The what? What is happening right now? Alicia? Oh no, that's my grandmother. But, Socks, how long were Say we what? Meow, 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 62. 62 years, seven years, months, five days. I was like, yo, what? I did not expect that at all in this trailer. I was like, wait, 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 what? I have a plan and I have a team. Darby can take any three things and this make movie took, this, this movie is going to take a turn that I was not expecting or anticipating at all. And what about you? Well, I thought this was going to be like a fun... And then you got Taika Waititi voicing your character, man. But it is not. Did I get it? Pretty close. I need the... You know what's saying? The harpoons? Buzz! right here! The probability of survival with an inexperienced crew is 38.2%. Hmm, seems a bit low. Mission failure imminent. Then you got your boy Zerg. Grandma hey. always said she believed in you, too. One. There was a big swirly, too. Oh, I think I need a bag. No, no. Please record your last words. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. If you are satisfied with this recording, speak or select uh. one. To infinity. Are you trying to get me to pull your finger? Don't fall for it. No, not like that. Ugh, sorry, it's a thing your grandma and I used to do. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny, man. That cracked me up when I was watching the trailer. Honestly, too, so yeah. this looks great. What'd you think, man? I want to yeah. see this movie. Dude, um, I did not ex I did not anticipate or expect that 62-year thing at all. I was, I was like, wait a minute, what? So mm -hmm. yeah, it, this this looks like it's gonna be good, man. I I definitely am I'm excited to check Fucking it out, dude. Because Chris Evans and time travel say what? Like I'm about it, you know, you know. So I'm all about uh, yeah. 
the time travels and stuff. Like it looked great. Absolutely. Like the, the the animation looks honestly looks the best out of a lot of animation I've seen lately. And the music mm-hmm. gets me. the The dialogue is is funny and 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 quick. But I just think it looks yeah. good. I just I want to watch this. Like, and I don't say that about a lot of animated movies, right? Like, there's not like a lot of animated movies that I'm like I got to see that. I feel like Lightyear yeah. is like I got to see that. You know, so I feel like that says a lot about this movie. At least these trailers are selling me on it. Oh yeah, man. which is what they're meant to do. Indeedy, indeedy, that's for sure, man. But yeah, that's uh, that's the last thing we got for the uh, the movie news, man. So if you want right. to, want to take our break here and then uh, come back and talk about Rome, we can. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna play some ads and put some music on for you guys. And then we will be right back to talk Rome. So don't go anywhere. Uh, And we will be right back after this. Hello, everyone. We are back. We're going to get into our main topic here today, which will be HBO's Rome. Daniel's seen it for the first time. I saw it years ago, but I did not get a chance to rewatch it recently. So it'll be Daniel kind of leading the discussion here, except for these few opening uh, questions I'm going to have for you, which are, yeah, go did for you it. did you enjoy Rome? I did. I did like it. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was uh, one of those things where it's like I was just binging like the first season. Well, actually, both seasons. But like I binged, I had like one long binge session for season one and then another one for season two um but uh yeah it was it was great i i I enjoyed the show a lot um the thing about this show is that um it was only two seasons so it was like it's like a bit to get through if you you know if you're kind of you know not like starting like if you give yourself time, it's not too bad. Um, but I kind of was like, "Oh man, uh, I I got I got to get to watching the show." So I kind of had to like speed like I had to like go on these binge sessions, like I said. But I still enjoyed it a whole lot. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was uh, I thought it was really good. And 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 part of me uh, was like, "Yo, this show's kind of like ahead of its time, dude," because this is like two thousand five, two thousand. To 2007, it, I believe it was. really was. Like um, a lot of it, like as I was watching the show, I'm like, dude, this the CG and stuff here doesn't look that bad from like 2005, 2000 to 2006, 2007. You know, I'm like, man, this is actually pretty, pretty decent. Like even now, like a whole, like a, like I don't think it looks terrible. You know, like having just seen yeah. it recently. The, um, the biggest well, reason it, good, it was man. it was canceled was um, you know it was expensive at the time and HBO was yeah, not throwing that, yeah. HBO at that time was not throwing money like they do with Game of Thrones later on right um, so uh, the show was insanely expensive to make um, that's why and that's why season two kind of I think it's season two gets kind of kind of gets I think it's season two is season two when it gets broken story. up. It's last episodes, but they there's like a time jump at some point. Oh, dude. There is <laughs> there is so many time jumps in this show. It's kind of like it was a little like tricky to keep up with at times because I'm like watching and then they're like, oh, three months later. 
you know, one month later, I'm like, bro, there's like so. And then, you know, you know what the biggest like craziness with the time jump was for me mm. was like was fucking Octavian, dude. Yeah, like he goes he goes from like this like little kid, and then next time we see him, he's like a he's an older dude now. But at the all at the same time, he's the only one that it's, that's aged. Everybody else looks the same. So I'm like, I what know. the hell's going on, dude? It's so it's, that it was kind of weird in that in that regard, but I mean, it, it you know whatever. I get the original it. He's, he's a teenager, whatever. The original plan was for multiple seasons, and then time jumps like that, kind of like what we got with Game of Thrones, like right. The problem yeah. was shows too expensive, ends up getting being canned, unfortunately, which is so lame because I it's a shame. Um, would loved more of it. Um. So, you know, they kind of have to speed through things. That's why some things don't even add up with the correct year at times in actual history. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's just the way it was at that time. It was one of those things that it was ahead of its time and therefore couldn't sustain itself. Um, yeah, it was. But right. it was good, man, for the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do you have any other questions for me before we jump yeah. in? Though, or? Do you have a favorite character throughout the, the show? Any okay, particular so ones? that was that was one of those things where it's like this show like has like several main characters, but like I like several of them, but like nobody on this show is a good person, man. Like everybody <laughs> is like there is no black and white here, man. There is everybody is gray as shit in this, man. Like, I'm like, oh, dude, I like Varinus, but then Varinus does some shit where I'm like, oh, man. And then the Pullo, you know, Titus is great too, but then he does some shit where I'm like, oh, man, come on, bro. So it's like, dude, like those are like those are probably the two ones that you're like, all right, we're, we're here mm -hmm. with these guys from start to finish. So I enjoyed their journey. So I would say them. Um, like both 13. of them combined. Yeah, thirteen. <laughs> I love yeah, so it. So it's kind of hard to like separate some of them because they're so intertwined. But it's like, man, ugh. Now you know why fucking Thack and I are in Discord and we scream out thirteen to each other. Thirteen. Yeah. I enjoyed it on that now, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But uh, yeah, I would say those two for sure. Yeah, they they are. Uh, you're right. Nobody is like a good guy. Everybody in here. Everybody's good some as you can get. Shit <laughs> at one point. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's a little bit more realistic, right? It's like, you mm -hmm. know, not not everybody's always good all the time and not everybody's always bad all the time. People try to do the best they can, but they make some mistakes that you know sometimes you get blinded by uh by either rage or by sadness or you know gr you know grief or whatever, and you do some mm -hmm. you do some stuff that you wouldn't normally do, you know, because you're not yourself. Yeah. And and that happens a lot in this show um, to several different characters. And there's a whole lot of fuckery that goes on, man. There's a whole lot of debauchery and shenanigans and like a bunch of, you know, it's Rome. A there's a lot of fucking yeah. in the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But speaking of which, there was there was a point in, I think, season two. Where uh, Octavia uh, goes to like an orgy. And then, like the Agrippa brings her back, and then the mom, the mom, he's like, "Oh, why don't you tell her where you really were?" And and then Atia's like, "Yo, we like, where were you?" 
He's like, oh, I was at an orgy, mother. No big deal or whatever, something like that. And I'm like, just an orgy, huh? Like, oh, man. These Romans, bro, they're, they're... What a time, dude. What a time. Um... But yeah, those yeah, Varinus and 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 uh, and Titus definitely were the, were, I think my two, the two guys. But but even then though, like I said, those two guys do some fucked up shit from time to time as well, man. Like damn. Yeah. Um, I really liked uh, the actor who portrayed Julius Caesar in season one. He was great. Mm-hmm. He did a fantastic job. Fucking Mance uh, Raider. James. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you have uh, what's his name, James uh, Purefoy as uh, as uh, Mark Antony. He, he did good mm-hmm. too, and all the like. So you know, it's hard to like say who's a supporting character and who's like the main character because I feel like everybody kind of gets their moment to shine at one they point do. or another, right? They do, yeah. Like everybody, you know, even like uh, you know, fucking Atia and Servilla, their whole thing. Which I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, at a certain point, I was like, can I was like, can this end already? Like, how long are they gonna keep this going, dude? Like. Atia and Servilla kept their beef going for two damn seasons, and like they had multiple chances to kill each other at, at, in several different points. And and then by the end of it, I was like, please, can somebody just die? I was, I just want this to be over, dude. <laughs> like like I was I was kind of over it by like a certain point. But then like you know, Servilla kind of just loses it, and you know after after Brutus, you know. Mm-hmm. I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, but. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking on 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 like little on We're things right now. About that characters, I, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that you know, that happened, uh, and and I was yeah, I was just kind of like, man, like this something needs to happen here. We need to resolve this because they've been they've been going at this for uh, like this entire show. So it got kind of kind of annoying, uh, uh, you know, after a little while. I but, got you. Um, but no, I, yeah, I really enjoyed. Uh, I thought everybody did pretty good acting wise. Um, uh, you know, you bring in like Cleopatra and and, and whatnot, and you got you know the, the little, you know Little Caesar and 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 all the kids, and then you know fucking Varinus and his kids and his wife, you know Niobe and all that stuff, you know, which is like yeah. they weren't like historically, you know, they were like fictional characters for this show, but it was you know. We're following Varinus, man. So it's cool to see, like, you know, his little, you know, what's going on with him and his fam and and, and all that. And, and you know, it's 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 tragic what ends up happening, you know, in the end. Um, but that's kind of like what happens to a lot of characters in in this show and then during this time, right? There's a lot of like, all right, you know, we we you know, Julius Caesar's dead, so we gotta we have a civil war in our hands now. We gotta kind of figure out what's going on here, and you know. Octavian kind of takes that, you know, as a as an opportunity to rise, and and like in the show, it seems like he rises through stuff really quickly because again, time jumps and whatnot, right? But it's just like you know, season one we have like the whole Pompey versus Julius Caesar thing, and then like Pompey dies, and then Julius Caesar gets assassinated, and then like that's like all that stuff that happened in season one, like we're we are done with that. Like season two is like, you know, the Egyptians and and the Romans and like you know Octavian trying to, you know, do his thing to rise after you know being named Julius Caesar's son or whatever, and then like, uh, you know you have Mark Antony trying to stake his claim, and you got you know the triumphant right. You got you got him, you got Octavian, and you got the other homeboy. 
and like you know they're trying to split up their land and trying to come up with with what you know works for everybody but like ever since octavian tried to stand up for himself and whatnot mark antony was kind of like yo i don't i'm not about this dude like you know you're just a little you're just you're just a fucking kid right like 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 what do you what do you think you're doing here man and and even like despite all of that he somehow manages to not only like actually be able to like hold his own and and, and like stand up for himself and, and and raise an army to to do the things you know reach the goals that he has for himself and and and, and in the Rome and everything but that fucker succeeds man like he takes out all his enemies man even after mark anti was like yo you know i'm still fucking your mom too right like dude just annihilates all his competition and it is it is wild just seeing that happen because you know it's just this fucking kid from season one and then like in season yeah. two he time jump he gets older and he starts doing stuff and you're like damn how, like how'd that happen but i mean it's just he goes crazy, i feel like from what i remember in season one he's kind of like a little meek and then the next yeah. thing you know, he's like a fucking powerhouse for like cold, calculating, and dangerous. You know, you know what's uh, funny? It kind of it kind of reminds me of like what you what sometimes you, you know, because because this kid like he's 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 obviously very smart. We see that from like season one, right? Like he's, yeah. he's a very smart kid. So I, I I couldn't help but think of like sometimes like what some of the things that you say about like five sometimes you know. Like Tyler, you know, he's like this is a smart mm-hmm. kid that's like quiet and stuff. But wait, wait, wait till he wait till he figures stuff out, right? He's gonna be a baller. <laughs> yeah. And here we exactly go, man. Right. That's like it's like it's like Octavian, dude. It's like five mm-hmm. little, little little comparison that I had. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, nah, yeah. Um, so that was crazy though. But, yeah, all the time jumps though, dude. It was, it was, it was a lot in certain moments. It's like, yo, we're we're doing this time jump, then like. In the middle of halfway through another episode, we do another time jump. They're trying then, like, so hard to give you an crazy, ending man. that is satisfactory, even though they're like short. You're on zooming past time, stuff. yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. So it was. Um, which that, is unfortunate. Think, think of what the show could be in a modern, modern day thing, right? I know. Like, God, goodness gracious! I feel like they could bring Before. back Rome and follow other characters and do like other things yeah i mean yeah periods. they would have to do other stuff for sure yeah but that would mm-hmm. yeah they'll yeah they definitely definitely could um but yeah ahead of its time dude a lot of a lot of cool stuff that the dude the battles in this were fucking brutal man when you see dudes getting stabbed and hacked off you know getting their limbs hacked off and shit oh I, I that i didn't expect either but i mean i guess i should have it's, it's hbo right there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking, so why wouldn't there be a lot of gore and stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in you know Roman times or whatever. But uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, dude. Like seeing all 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 that stuff go down, and then like and you you mentioned thirteen earlier, you know when when the, when Titus was was thrown in the gladiator, you know pit, and he had to defend himself, and then you know fucking Varinus ends up helping him out, right and. You know that the gladiator fights there too were fucking yeah those are brutal man you see dudes get decapitated and like you know swords like you know through their fucking like you know necks and shit and like it was crazy man like it, it's it's brutal but I loved it I was like oh damn I don't know why did I expect such a level of like you know 
brutality or whatever but it, it, you know when, when it when it first happened it kind of caught me off guard but i'm like oh wait this is hbo so you know, it would have made sense uh, right yeah bloody yeah um, but it was great i i, I love that stuff for sure um this may yeah, have been the like the first thing i ever saw ray stevenson in you know as as titus mm. Um, which yeah i didn't even mention that but both both ray stevenson and fucking uh kevin were amazing dude mm-hmm. they they both kevin mckid and ray stevenson both played the shit out of out of uh arenas and and ray stevenson man. Or, or, or titus jesus yeah amazing and, and then like another thing when i first heard uh you know Varinas talk i was like Wait a minute. I recognize that voice. Where do I know this dude from? He's fucking Fen Rao from Star Wars Rebels, bro. I was like, I know I recognize <laughs> that voice from somewhere. And yeah, I was like, oh shit, that's cool, man. I So it's cool to actually like see the actor, you know, like do some stuff. Cause yeah, he's he's amazing in this I've show. I've been man. a big fan of Kevin McKidd, like ever since I saw Dog Soldiers for the first time. I I just I just like that guy. I like him in shows, I like him in movies. Um He's also, um, he's fucking Soap from Modern Warfare 2 and 3. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, like, I don't know, I just like him as an actor. Um, a lot, so. If you've never seen Dog Soldiers, it's on my list for the upcoming Halloween uh, movie watch that we'll end up doing. <laughs> that we kind of missed last good. year. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, but yeah, no, definitely want to check it out. Oh my goodness, I love that movie. Um, but yeah, big fan of him. Yeah, they're both great. Yeah, Ray Stevenson. Yeah, he's 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 great as well. Which by which yeah, funny they were both they're both Mandalorians in Star Wars, man. Like. Ray Stevenson is Gar Saxon and, and Kevin McKidd is Fen Rouse. So I was like, that's that's pretty dope, man, that they that they that they did that, you know. Um But yeah, it sure. was those two guys, man, they go on a hell of a journey throughout this show, man. From start to finish, dude, like they like don't like each other at the beginning, then they kinda go to like each other, then they have this brotherly bond, man, that they go on and it's it's insane it's great yeah um it's been so long since i've seen it daniel how was the music in this show um if you if you do you recall anything that kind of stand out to you i mean it's been a while since i've heard any of it yeah it was good i mean i i wouldn't say there was anything that kind of like super stood out to me but i mean i feel like it it, it fit like the show and everything like it was you know it 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 worked um it, it worked for me um the the thing i think that stands out the, the most music wise to me is probably like the main theme because like you hear it at the end of, or at the beginning of every episode and yeah. like the intro is like so like old school you know like for like older <laughs> tv shows and i kind of was like oh man this is we're used to all those animated openings like game of thrones even will of time does that shit now where it's like uh that kind of like opening and here's the map kind of dealio yeah. Here's the symbol. And this one, it's like old. It's like super slow camera moving thing with a the little theme playing in the background. It's like ah, oh, you know, whatever. It, it, <laughs> you know, I, I get it. It's 2005. You know, whatever. Uh, but no, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was thought it was good enough. The uh, the the score for sure. Um, I wonder. 
I wish I could find the numbers. I'm genuinely curious to how much this show actually costs to make, but I can't mm. seem to find it anywhere. Um, HBO. Yeah, I don't know. That'd, that'd be a good um, question because, I mean, like I said, like everything looked good. Like even now, for me at least, I, I thought it looked pretty, pretty great. Um, and this is, you know, from the mid to late 2000s. Like, that's not a bad, not a bad, uh, Oof. not a bad show, man. Here's, here's what it says. It says, in 2002, HBO and BBC agreed to co-produce the series, committing 100 to $110 million U.S. budget mm. to the production of 12 one-hour episodes. With HBO contributing $85 million and the BBC contributing uh, $15 million. So the BBC contributed like $800,000... Um, is this euros, I believe? To Euros, yeah. Um, every pounds, episode. Yeah. Euros or pounds? I, I, one of them, I can't remember. I, I don't know the symbol. I only know the symbol for my own money. If it's, uh, if it's BBC, <laughs> then it's probably pounds, you know? Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it is pounds. That's it. That is pounds. Eight hundred thousand pounds okay. to every episode of Rome, and it's that's its first season. That's a fucking expensive show. Yeah, for, for back then. Yeah. Yeah. That time. Man, yeah, I just can't. Crazy. I just can't help but be like, man, I wish they would do something like that now. Because I love Rome. Like I love yeah. the setting of Rome and stuff like that. It's, it's. Uh, it's one of my like favorite history subjects is to go and read Roman history because it is just full of insane shit that happened. Yeah, and and then like, watching this will definitely make you want to look stuff up too. You're like, oh man, like is this mm-hmm. like as you're watching the show, you're like is this accurate to like you know actual history and whatnot? You know, so it's cool mm-hmm. like seeing seeing the you know what is and what isn't and whatnot. You know, so that was cool. I'd watch some fucking miniseries. Give me like. Let me follow Hannibal's Hannibal taking on Rome in like a miniseries, man. I'd watch that shit. Um, stuff like that would be uh, really cool. Um, what else is there that we can talk about? What did you think of the swap over to Egypt and like Cleopatra and stuff in season two? Because it's definitely like, mm. for me, it felt, I guess, in history, it's like a little sudden, especially in, yeah. in the show for sure, because they're time it, jumping it, around. It, but yeah, it, it felt that way. In, it felt really sudden in the show too, because again, we're kind of like time jumping a lot, and like you, you have less episodes and you have uh, you know only so much time to tell it i mean we we did see we did see egypt in like season one i believe too because julius caesar yeah you know, went over there and we saw that but it was for like what like an episode or something you know you know which we get to see titus you know how you know <laughs> do his thing with with cleopatra and and obviously you know uh julius julius caesar did as well but like yeah, it, it, in season two, yeah, it's kind of like we're we're kind of like here now, you know, and like and then like Mark mm-hmm. Antony's already, you know, over here with 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 Cleopatra as well, and it's like, well, damn. A I lot already, of things uh... in season two feel feel rushed. Like season one, I kind of felt like it was kind of natural, and they like mm-hmm. 
you know took their time with things and it made sense for them like ending season one with the with the assassination of caesar i thought was was great you know like that yeah. felt like like it, it made a whole lot of sense but yeah just so much in season two like felt like very rushed because we have again so many time jumps and only so much, only such amount of time to actually tell what they want to tell and, and there's less episodes so you know it, it's all it all it's all it's all bad so yeah yeah but uh but, but now you but see yeah, why, it, why uh we're always like if you like game of thrones you should go check out rome because it's like oh yeah absolutely. it's it's that but ahead of that game of thrones time where hbo had money to throw at it you know mm. for Just all this it's such a shame, dude. Because, yeah, like we just just think about like what this show could do nowadays, man. For all the shit that we give Game of Thrones about its ending, and that is what it is, it made HBO a powerhouse and a fuckload of money. Uh, oh yeah, that lets them do like whatever they want now. Um, so that's crazy. Um, one of the other things I was going to say is, like, I knew Cleopatra and Caesar... This is so off-topic a little bit. Hooked up was because... Uh, do you remember the animated show Time Squad? Do you remember that show? Uh, it's an animated uh, show uh, about these time travelers. So. It's like this... So as Mark Hamill is the voice of, of, of a Larry 3000, like this robot. So they travel through time and, and end up fixing, like, things that go wrong. It's very comedy. Early cartoon oh, network. 2000s. Dude, this kind of—I just googled it, and this kind of unlocked the memory in my head. I feel like I have. <laughs> I feel like I have. I've—I definitely have seen this before, but like not like how long did the show go on for? Like I feel like it was like this wasn't around for a long time. It wasn't very long. It was only like two seasons, um, so not very long. What was the year? So two thousand one to two thousand three. Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely have seen this before, but yeah, I, I man, yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't remember what the hell the name of it was or what. But as soon as I saw the picture of the kid and the robot and the, and the dude, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Memory, so memory the, unlocked. <laughs> but anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, the reason I brought that up was like this episode where like Larry and like the uh, Buck, uh, the cop, time cop guy, fall in love with Cleopatra. And like the third mm. character ends up bringing in Caesar, and he's like, "Well, historically, these two characters ended up meeting each other and like dating." And I remember thinking, "Like, wait for real?" And even like a little, however old I was at this time, thirteen, eleven year old me, whatever it was, uh, in that time period, uh, was because uh, I don't remember exactly when I saw the show Time Squad. Uh, was I went and looked that shit up because history, even as a kid. I was always in and it was like, oh, wow, they really did at some point yeah. meet up and kind of hook up a little bit. And, that, and yeah. that, let me, that led me down the whole rabbit hole of Egypt and Rome and them kind of running into each other and, and, and the history of that whole empire, empire type deal. Yeah, it's, so, it's so interesting, right? Because, like, you know, we talk about, like, all the mythologies and, 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 you know, all these, like, you know, civilizations and empires throughout history and stuff. But it's like, yo, man. The Romans and the Egyptians were kind of around, at, you know, at the same time, same dude. Time. And like, and they were like, yeah, you said hooking up and, and fucking and like, you know, doing <laughs> doing all kinds of shit, bro. And I was, it's, it, yeah, I, I've always been like, like when I, you know, when I was in school and stuff, I was always more of a history, you know, uh, kid as well. Like, I never really did. I always hated math because I was like, you know, same. fuck math. I, you know, fuck math. Quit, you know, 
like like who decided to put the alphabet you know in math you know fuck you um but yeah i, I was never good at math so I, I always hated that but history and like science and stuff was kind of always more my well more so history than than anything else but yeah i was always more into that so definitely I like science i was just more. bad at it <laughs> yeah but anyway um, yeah it's all it, yeah I, I love learning about history and stuff man it's it's like you know this shit that actually happened like you know forever ago you know what i mean so before little kid me knew that my little kid me never thought the egyptians interacted with rome why would i ever think of that to me they were two <laughs> different things egypt yeah. was in the fucking bible right like that was the thing like moses leading the, the the jewish people out of rome i mean out of egypt rather um uh so like my brain would never calculate that these two vastly different cultures could have actually crossed streams at some point when, mm. but, but then but they totally did and uh yeah, yeah. history is fucking fascinating um, it is dude it, I, I love it it's great um well, Daniel, I don't know what else to say about Rome. What do you, do you have anything you want to There's, bring up anymore? What else I you do. Got? No, I do. I do. Um, we haven't even mentioned the newsreader, man. That guy. Oh, yes. <laughs> that guy's great, man. Just reading the news like from start to finish because he's he's around the whole time, too. He does, they don't kill him or he doesn't die or nothing, man. He's, he's around. And he's great, dude. Just like when, when he like. I think one of the more memorable things for that he that he said for me was like when he was talking shit about uh, uh, Mark Antony and Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. He's like Mark Antony has fled to you know Egypt, and he's like calling like a, I think he calls her like a witch or something, and then he, and then he calls her like a or, or he calls him like a, I forget what exact where he uses, but like it's it's funny. Like whenever you know, he like talks shit, you know, like in in, mm-hmm. in that stuff. And then like whenever he's like, "Good news from you know such and such, you know the the battle of this and this, and then you know we're victorious." And and then when he like pronounced people's full names like Gaius, Julius, Caesar, you know that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. and speaking of the language, dude, the the language. The like w- the stuff that they would say, you know, like I piss on this person, or I, you know, I, I, I curse, you know, this and that, and that shit is great. I love that shit, dude. <laughs> like I piss on, you know, whatever the fuck they this person said. Like that shit is great, dude. They use that one a lot. Like I, I you know, the the I piss on whatever thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's a regularly used uh, phrase that people use a lot. So then I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil you something, a little something about Dune. Yeah. About the Dune miniseries, the newsreader is the guy that plays Baron Vladimir Harkonnen in the Dune oh, miniseries yeah. on sci-fi. That's that same actor. So when you look that's at funny. him, that's the Duke. Uh, I mean, the Baron, not the Duke. Goddamn. Get my wires crossed on Dukes and Barons. Uh, uh, that that has to be something. Seeing him yeah. fucking I can't man. wait for you to watch Dune Part 2, and then I want you to go watch the miniseries. I mean, yeah, um, man, they they, they got to do part two, but anyway, um, yeah, uh, uh, what else? What other characters? Oh man, the I know I mentioned earlier about like, uh, Lu, you know, Lucius Verinus and Titus Pullo, like being like dudes that you know you like to follow in this show, but also uh-huh. like they fuck up and and do things that you're like, man, why? Like, you know, what what are you guys doing? 
So particularly what I mean by that is like with their like with their ladies, like mm-hmm. you know, like Varinus and, and and Niobe and his wife, like all the whole situation with that. Like it's it's all it's fucked up, man. Like, you know, she thinks he's dead. So she has a kid with another dude. And then he comes back and finds out and he obviously loses his mind. You know, he goes ape shit and like she ends up like killing herself, you know, and then his kids kind of resent him and hate him for that. You know, the fact that like, you know, I, I think like they th- I believe they think that he killed her. And he even tells him, like, oh, I was going to do it, but I didn't. Like, she ended up, like, you know, doing it herself or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that whole thing is messed up. And then, like, dude, Titus and Irene, like, that is, that's yeah. fucked. And then with Gaia and everything, too, coming in. And, like, Gaia, like, ends up poisoning Irene because she's a jealous bitch. And, like, oh, man, that, that whole thing is is all kinds of there's fucked a, up. But there's like, a lot of tragedy. <laughs> there is a lot. But also, like, those two dudes, like, kind of, they fuck up, man. They're, they're not to blame mm-hmm. for any of it, too, because they do some shit that they shouldn't have done either. Like, when Irene was like, yo, fucking, you know, take care of the situation because she's, you know, being disrespectful or whatever. And what, is, what does Titus do? He fucks Gaia instead of like you know telling her to you know not you know, so you know it's he fucked up. Titus Titus fucks a lot in this show. He does fuck a lot. He fucked Cleopatra, man. Like you know, fucking spoiler alert: the kid at the end there, man. That that's you know, that's how the show ends. He's like, yo, let me let me tell you a little something about your father. Actually, tell you about your father. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I I would have loved to seen the continuation of of it. You know, like. Yeah. And then, like, you know, Varinus, you know, and what happens with him, and he kind of gets a good vibe, you know, with the kids and everything. But yeah, you, you're, you're, yeah, this show has a lot, a lot of tragedy, and it's. Just seeing all the, like, like you know the Senate, the Senate plotting against like you know, fucking Caesar, and then like you know what they got you know then against Mark Antony in season two and stuff, and seeing like who's on whose alliance like yo like in season one when like uh, Pompey and and Caesar were, were were going at it you know you you have like Brutus trying to decide like yo should I stay here and like you know uh pledge my allegiance to, to Julius Caesar or should I, you know, leave and, and kind of go off with Pompey because, you know, he's, you know, doing his thing over there. Like, it's just interesting seeing, like, who who, who decides to do what because, like, every everybody knows each other pretty much. So it's kind of like, you know, I know what, if you don't, yeah, I know if you don't side with me, then I know you're, you, you, you know, you're up to no good with that other, you know, crew over there. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just so interesting, like seeing all all, all of this go down, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like like you were saying with with the history stuff, like I I enjoy seeing, I enjoyed seeing like what. 
like actual history they included into this and then like what was just kind of like fictional and made up you know so i found myself like you know looking stuff up at times like yo is this like this is this character actually real or are they fake or does this happen or like when you know and then like it didn't help that yeah season again season two was kind of confusing with the whole uh time jumping and whatnot but um but yeah no i mean i i I thought everybody, like acting wise, did, did a good job as well. I, I enjoyed seeing everybody uh, do their thing, um, and yeah, I, I it was overall, yeah, just a, a great show with um, a lot of a lot of great performances and 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 whatnot, and and a lot of cool, memorable uh, characters. Um, and it's yeah, it's just a shame that this show was kind of started and ended like before its time. Like it's, it's just a shame, you know. Like it was around the time in the in the mid to like late two thousands where you know you, we had this and like Deadwood, which we also recently watched. If you guys yeah. want to go check out our episode on that, go go check out our episode on Deadwood. That like I just you know. I obviously was not watching this type of stuff back then, but like for some reason at that time, man, there's a lot of these 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 great shows that just only had like a season or two, and then they you know were too expensive to continue, or you know whatever reason they just they 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 didn't want to they didn't want to uh, you know uh, move forward with like same thing I, I say the same thing about firefly like that only had like one season as well and like you know that mm-hmm. all these shows man the 2000s i don't know why like they 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 like managed to get made and then like after a while everybody was like or you know who the people in charge were like yo i can't you know we, we, we can't keep going with this because you know whatever reasons that they had you know for this one it was because it was too expensive you know and 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 it shows like i i can definitely tell that for the time and even now like it kind of holds up it holds up decently like i i wouldn't say there was anything that kind of took me out of it like cg wise mm-hmm. or like you know you know anything in the show itself so um yeah i uh another cool thing about going back and watching shows like deadwood like rome you see the foundation the beginnings of things that came later like game of thrones um yeah. like other hbo shows that are now now airing you kind of get to see like the prototype a little bit of it um uh there's a lot of characters for example in rome that wind up in game of thrones fucking mance raider is plays julius caesar right in this yeah, show um niobe plays uh is played by uh She's one of oh, the sand uh, snake, uh, or no, not sand snake. She's one of the the, uh, the, ma- the with mother. Dorn, Dorn, Dorn yeah, the ladies, people, yeah. Hilaria yeah. yeah, yeah. Sand. That's, that's what it. I was thinking of. Uh, um, Which, by the way, she's gonna be in the Obi Wan show as well. So that's gonna be cool. Fucking uh, uh, Brutus as well. Yeah, no, you're 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 totally so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is also played. It's played by yeah, Tobias to- Menzies. Yeah, he's yeah, who we've seen in. Uh, as, I've uh, seen him in several things. In yeah. Fucking, yeah, like a big career, but I was thinking in the Game of Thrones. Ed, Edmure, sorry guys, I forget characters' Edmure names because I haven't watched Game of Thrones yeah. in so long I haven't thought about it very much. But all of these actors yeah. were in that show, and I assume like it was a good chunk of it is probably like 
we saw Rome and we want him in Game of Thrones, you know, like, yeah. um, yeah. makes sense, dude. Yeah, they did good. Yeah, I, I don't feel like there's anybody in this show in Rome that I'm like, yo, they were kind of terrible. Like, everybody was pretty solid for what they had to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There were some characters that were kind of annoying, but that's just characters, you know? Like, I'm yeah, acting wise, though, everybody was spot on, dude. They, they, they all, they all did a good job. Um, but yeah, it's just a whole lot of fucked up craziness happens in the show with many characters. Like, again, I know I mentioned Octavian, but like seeing his fucked up journey, like he goes, he, he like, he, he does some questionable shit too, man. Like, he, he, wild go from fucking his sister to like, you know, trying to, you know, while he get when he then when he actually gets his own wife, he's like, "Yo, slap the shit out of me," because it you know works for me. And he's like, "Oh, that's, that's right, weird, but that's right." I forgot. Wow, yeah. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. He, I forgot he, he, about I'm that. I'm telling you, he that kid goes on a journey in this show, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, acting wise, like I said, everybody everybody did good, man. I don't uh, I don't have any any thing negative to say in that regard they were all good stuff and then like fucking what's his name uh when titus has to kill uh uh was it cicero you know and mm-hmm. cicero's like all right well do what you got to do i know this is gonna happen he, he never backs down from nothing man he's because even like when mark anthony was 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 threatening him and so he's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna back down bro like you know you, you do what you need to do but i ain't gonna be no i ain't no bitch man and and even down to his end, dude. Like when he was when Titus, you know, had to kill him, he was like, "All right, well, you know, just let me do a couple, let me do a couple things here real quick, and then uh, you do what you need to do." So he, you know, his character was uh, quite uh, respectable. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was it was cool seeing like, I know we talked about Egypt a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but like whenever you know we we get to like go from like traveling you know like for example like whenever atia and like uh octavia went from like rome to egypt and they're like you know it's just funny like i know yeah we were saying earlier about like how romans and egyptians interacted with each other and stuff and like it's just funny seeing like what romans you know think of egypt right they're like oh this place is so hot and like you know basically like these people are like you know they're like, oh my god, they're they're savages out here, or whatever, right? Kind of like mm-hmm. they, they think they're like better than everybody else, right? The Romans. And then, uh, yeah, it's just it was just cool, like just seeing them interact. Cause yeah, like you you know, you never you never think about like, oh yeah, the Romans and Egyptians did like have, you know, interactions and stuff, and it was just, it, it was just fascinating, like like you know seeing seeing that happen on screen and then also like it always it always made me wonder like how much time is passing from them saying they're gonna leave hopping on the boat we see them on the boat or the ship you know there and then they arrive and then they go back so it's like how much time like how long is that and and again it just gets tricky because there's you know so many time jumps but even in that like there's there's that passage of time that we don't talk about because sometimes there's like there's there's a character in Egypt, and then like in the next scene they're back in Rome, and you're like, 
well, fucking, you know, how much time passed from this moment to the next? Mm-hmm. So I it always made me wonder sometimes too, like yo, how like how what else happened in the meantime? Like what you know? So yeah, uh, in that regard, yeah, like like I said, I enjoyed the whole show, but yeah, season one is a little bit more like structured in a way where they're like, all right, we're we're gonna do this the way we want to do it, but then season two, they're kind of just like, all right, well, we gotta we kind of have to rush things, and you know, you can definitely tell because. There's a lot of jumping around all over the place. Um, well, I'm glad you got to mark it off your list, man. One more thing to yeah, dude. It, <laughs> it's you it's one of the, like year. I said, one one <laughs> of those shows that that like I never watched when it came out, but I'm glad I finally got to watch it because I for years I've heard stuff about this show. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad like, you liked it too. I got I gotta check it out. Yeah, oh it was fantastic, dude. It's great. It's just, again, it's just a shame that it's like one of those things that like you 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 know, you can't really I feel like you you can't go back to it like in the way that it was, kinda like Deadwood. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't really make a movie on it because if you were to go back to it, you kinda have to I feel like you'd have to do what you said earlier is to focus on new characters and stuff. Um, but I mean, maybe you could. I don't know. It's just, it's just a shame that it came out when it did, because, you know, um, how about a? It, it didn't. It didn't quite reach its full potential. But at the same I time, your, I got your pitch right. Fucking prequel series with the Caesar fucking doing his conquest and shit before he comes back to Rome. Like I would watch that show. Oh yeah, because yeah, when in Gaul and shit, because they talk about mm-hmm. Gaul a lot too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, well, hey, that that'd be that'd be dope. Um, but yeah, it was you know it's kind of a shame that it came out when it did, but at the same time, like you said, it kind of had you know built the foundation that we kind of were you know are on now with you know post Game of Thrones, and now we're getting all this other stuff. So you know, I guess it, you know it 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 served it, it did what it had to do, right? Like it, it accomplished what it did, and uh, even though it, it itself didn't live up to its full potential, we kind of. You know, because of that, we are where we are now. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, man. It was it was great, and uh, I I look forward to uh, now participating in the, in the room talks, and and I'm excited to see you know all these actors and, and actresses and, and other stuff that they've done because they're they were all great. And I, you know, I've seen some of them already and other stuff, like I said, but yeah. Um, Great show, Rome, HBO, 2005 to 2007, ran two seasons. Um, I'm glad that I finally seen it because, yeah, it was definitely definitely worth the watch, you know? Yeah. So if you're into history and, and, and like, you know, just this kind of time period in general, you know, you get to see all these... All these historical figures, uh, you know, interact and 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 do things, man. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Sure, for sure. All right. But yeah, I, think I guess uh, that's gonna be I it. guess that'll do it. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, and that is gonna do it for the show. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna say our goodbyes. I'm, I'm, I, I gotta run to the store, 
after we're done here, because I think I'm going to do a little cookout while the sun's still up and it's nice. Hey, um, put it down. So I need to go grab a couple steaks or something, throw on the grill. Um, oh, yeah. Daniel, I'm glad you liked Rome. Uh, um, yes, one sir. more thing to cross off the list and uh, all that cool stuff. Indeed, all right, we're gonna indeed I have. We're going to throw it over to you so you can say your goodbyes. You're up, sir. All right, guys. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out, watching, listening, however you, you, uh, you know, uh, inter you know, uh, listen to or, 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 you know, digest the podcast. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, next week we're going to have our Star Wars Day special. We'll be having a guest. We'll be having uh, OMG, it's whatever. Join us again. And uh, it'll be on a different day. We won't be doing another Monday podcast next week because uh, we're having a guest. So we're kind of have to, you know, she's going to be on. So, we, we, you know, we, we want it to be on Star Wars Day as well. So we're doing it on actual Star Wars Day. We're doing it on May the 4th. So it'll be this week. It's on a, uh, on a Monday as usual. But uh, next week it'll be on the 4th, which is a Wednesday. So it'll be a, so keep that in mind for next week. We'll have a guest. We'll be talking Star Wars with our friend OMG. And uh, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to her because she's a big Star Wars fan, and obviously we're both big Star Wars fans. So I'm, and I haven't really gotten a chance to talk to her a whole lot about Star Wars, even though we've talked some of it here and there. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get into her head uh, when it comes to Star Wars stuff. So I'm, you know, I'm curious. Like, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna ask her all, all kinds of things. Right? So, you know, like, what's her favorite movie? What her favorite character is? What you know. Has she mm -hmm. seen all the Star Wars shows and, and movies and stuff? So we, we're, we're, we're going to ask her that kind of things, and we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about and celebrate Star Wars because, you know, as we do in the month of May, right? As we're gearing up for things, um, there's, there's going to be a lot of Star Wars next month. Uh, we have not only Star Wars Day, like I, like what I was just saying, we have Star Wars Celebration at the end of the month, and then we have the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. So I'm gonna. You know, definitely rewatch the movie for that, and it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be fun. We got a lot of good, good, good a lot of good Star Wars coming. But anyway, uh, apart from that, um, coming up on stream for me, I am going to be starting uh, Sleeping Dogs tomorrow. So if you're watching this on uh, on YouTube or you're listening to it somewhere else, it's probably uh, I probably will have already done that, but uh, come check me out over on uh, uh, twitch.tv slash DT3. That is a DT, the letters, and then uh, give give it a triple I. Uh, and then, yeah, you can go follow me on all my other stuff here on the sides. But, yeah, we're starting Sleeping Dogs. I'm excited to play that. I've heard a lot about it over the years. Haven't got a chance to play it yet. We'll be doing that soon. And, uh, yeah, I have Lego Star Wars videos going up on YouTube, so check that out. Uh, play through the whole game, the story at least, and uh, yeah. So yeah, let me know what you guys uh, think of uh, of Rome. I I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, if you've seen it, if you haven't, definitely go check it out. I recommend it. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we'll see you guys next week on Wednesday for some Star Wars talk with uh, OMG. It's whatever. Uh, have a good one, guys. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for watching and listening. Bye bye and peace out. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for everybody that hung out. We had good numbers throughout the whole dealio because that's the thing I look at as we as we go live and watch. 
to make sure that we know what's interesting and what bores you guys. <laughs> um, uh, coming up on stream for me, nothing. I have no plans, but you never know. Keep an eye out. Um, I need to get back in a in the swing of things. I can't, I treat my streaming like very casual and just kind of hop on when I want to kind of stuff. I just do it for fun. Um, hopefully, you know, I'm excited for next week with our guests, and I hope you guys are too. Um, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Um, thank you to Daniel for being an awesome co-host as always, and thank you guys for hanging out and chat. We will see you all next time. Bye-bye.